Sitting in my room, waiting for the afternoon so I can finally tune in with my friends. Talk about good times, music, laughs, and easy vibes. You can share whatever's on your mind. We're just misfits, regardless of your distance. You can always find a place called home on Misfits Radio. This the mix you need to get up in it. Three to five, the show be lit from start to finish. Hit them up to slide through and promote your business. DJ Lab known to keep the hottest record spinning. Mix, mix a lot of tape, Matt, discuss the hottest topic. Those not a 2000, gonna let you know what's really popping. Miss Slick, gonna make sure she get the mangles right. Making moves even though she's staying out of sight. Check the website, Misfits Media Group. Keep it 100, cause that's how they gon' give it to you. Something for anyone and everyone from every walk. 365, 24-7, got music and talk. Sundays, you know we getting in the mix. 3 to 5 with Westside Misfits. Kick facts, play music, and talk slick. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. Sundays, you know we getting in the mix. For three to five, we're Westside Misfits. We in the mix, we in the mix, we in the mix. We in the mix, we in the mix, we in the mix. We live. Tell a friend to tell a friend Tell a friend to tell a friend to get in the mix. You are officially in the mix, baby. I am Miss Mix a lot. I am DJ Lab. Uh-huh. And hey, we got, hey, 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 literally, hey, man. literally, hey, man. Hey. you know we got Slick 316 in the building. That's right, that's right. Hey, that's man, right. look here. Not, not, not on the, on the social media. No, 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 no. In, no. The, in building. the building, baby. <laughs> in right. the building. That's right. And it means a whole lot to us. That's right. I'm sure it means as much to you all as well, because guess what? She is the one mm-hmm. that is behind all of the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. She is the one that keep us intact, honey, produce the show from wherever she at. You hear me? I ain't that the rain. Okay. I ain't going to tell you. That's right. Okay. Tighten up. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Real quick. So welcome, welcome, welcome back, Slick 316. <laughs> That's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, we do. We have our guest host in the building, AD. AD. Happening, dose. Yeah. Back at it with y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. We ain't seen you in what? It's been a couple of weeks. Couple weeks. Yes, honey. Everybody getting acclimated to, you know, to everything that we got to do. (laughs) And man, look at our guest is already here. That's right. Our guest is already here. On time, on, on time, time, I've been we. here patient, everything. <laughs> I love the comedian. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. And can you introduce the young lady to your right? Or you can introduce yourself if you like. I'm Uganda Kendrick. Okay. You get it. We're going to need you to use your outside voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to talk. She, look, she's so crazy. She's so crazy. I love it. We're going to need you to use your outside voice today. My outside voice. Let me yeah. try to just 
you know, get a little deep. <laughs> uh-huh. Uganda Kendrick. Uh, that's and right. I am a realtor in the Atlanta metro area. I am with Norman Associates. Okay. Out of Atlanta. And you- I'm here to support my friend here today. That's right. We have a good time. That's right. Because right. that's what we do. We have a good time, baby. Good vibes only, baby. I was just trying to see. Um, we have a, a, a super dope lineup for this week, and I wanted to make sure I had this person's um, Instagram name correct, but I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. But however, man, today is Sunday. That's right. April. The 29th. No, no, 30th. no. The 30th. 30th. April the 30th. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure y'all was all right. Right, you just checking to make sure we knew what date it was. Right. I, I've been dizzy since last week because yeah. I had a daughter to go to prom Friday. That's right. Oh, yeah. Why did I sent y'all a text. That's a text. So what you didn't know? <laughs> she did send us a text. I didn't get the text to Well. <laughs> well, it's all good. But we um the um thing the thing about it was she just you know, she just wanted to invite people to come see her. And I wanted to come see her. Yeah, to come see her off. It wasn't it wasn't nothing like but that. You was she at the was at the hospital fighting with them about your dad at the at the at the rehab. So I mean Yeah, so it was only so much you could too. do. Right. She was on the ass. Yeah, okay, that was See, that I was, was like, we gotta he got to stay here when we leave. Right. <laughs> you know, that was one of the things that my mom used to be like, um, excuse me, you, you know when you leave, I'll be him, but I'll say They be Hello. cold purples on y'all. Right. If you hear cold purple, that might be for But I definitely understand that. That, um, being an advocate for your people, mm-hmm. and I speak highly on that because what I realized is within the last 10 years um, is that you don't want to leave your people in the care of anybody that don't understand that they have somebody advocating for them. Mm-hmm. And and the main reason that I look at it the way that I do is because of what somebody actually told me. So the guy that I dealt with for years was in a, had, uh, we had, I had taken him to the emergency room one time. And when I left, after they admitted him or whatever, when I left, he called me. And he was like, he had never been in the hospital, mind y'all. Never, had never been sick, nothing. And he was just like, you know what I realized? I will never leave my people in the hospital ever again. He said, I needed this experience. Mm -hmm. He said, I would never, like my mama, my father, like nobody. He said, I would not do it, my children. He said, anytime somebody's in the hospital, if somebody can be there, somebody need to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? So when me and him had an in-depth talk and he told me why he felt like that, he was like, I really feel like this particular situation that I'm in now was very necessary because I never, he's ne- he had never been compassionate mm-hmm. about people that was in the hospital. It was always, well, let me know when you get out or tell right. me, how, you know, that kind yeah. of situation. And he said that he knew that once he realized like it was very necessary for him to be in that, that situation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dang, okay, I get it. But look, y'all, I just gotta ask y'all this. Do y'all know uh what kind of what kind of situation we in this weekend? What's, what's the the, the one the, the weekend we ain't still in. Janet Jackson was here all weekend. Mm-hmm. And y'all okay. tell us swift. I just dropped my oh, daughter yeah, off at yeah. work, right? Man, I saw a bunch of folks with cowboy boots and glitter on for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's exactly what but then what got me? Taylor Swift 
I need to learn at least two of her songs. Mm -hmm. This woman then this woman has sold out yep. three days in a row with yep. the capacity at seventy thousand people. <coughs> yep. Three days in a row. No, no, not one song. Her fans are hard though. Baby. They Swifties, I think. Let me tell you something. I pulled I look here. Seventy thousand people times three days. Unbelievable. Unheard of. I was like, wow. Every time she do a tour. Every time. Every time. Well, I'm, I'm tapping into the wrong uh, genre. Well, her genre was kind of pop country. Yeah. Correct. You know, because, you know, at one point. Country. At one point, uh, <laughs> white white folks and, um, like, the clan, the clan and stuff like that, they were calling her they Viking princess. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they mm. consider her to be they Viking princess. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Mm. Well, baby, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, honey, but I can tell y'all she is. She has had an outstanding weekend, and you know, and prayers up for a good show tonight too, because they say she really do. She's really an entertainer. She mm -hmm. really does put on a good show. But seventy thousand people three days in a row. I, I'm just here to tell you, you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's amazing. You I had about sold out to the rafters up mm -hmm. there. Yeah, they yeah, had they to open up stage. the third. That's mm -hmm. what I'm telling you. They had to open up the third area mm -hmm. that most people don't even touch. Cause you can't see shit in the nope, we gonna need some binoculars, can't. a telescope. And they in that opened, bitch. they had to open it up. These people, I dropped my daughter off at two two fifteen at work at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, and it was so many people already there? there. Yeah, cause they said the show starts at three. Yeah. Yeah. VIP yeah, go VIP in at go three. In mm. at three. Other people go in at, at three. Oh, so wait a minute. Yeah, so the the VIP get in at three. Uh huh. Yeah. I was trying to figure that out. Because yeah. that's why these people here this air. But yeah. wait a minute, this, this, this was the kicker. Get how much they charge for parking. Oh, $900. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, man, the sign was sitting out, the thing say $60. I said, That's a ticket down there. I said, there. That's $60. That thing say $60. What that for? <laughs> and they said, That parking. I'm parking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the it, hell? How much you pay at JV? Uh, I think we paid uh, $70, $50. Damn, $50. did it come so with lunch? The, the way that I do mine, because I bank with um, uh, Georgia Telco, no, Georgia's own, they got their own area. So when you park, you pay VIP, but you're going to pay 50 to $70, but you walk right in the door and we do mm -hmm. You got to have some. You got to know somebody, because where I seen $60 at, yeah. You still had to walk a country mile to and get see, back to the state. I said, that. that's why I was so, so confused. I even do all that. I said, well, they want sixty dollars all the way down here. Oh yes. And see, my feet are still be hurting trying to get up there. Mm -hmm. If you don't prepay to park somewhere, you ain't gonna have a spot. Yeah, you this is to too much. A lot of them were parking at the train station and just hopping off at like the um. That's. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's what would make sense. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, getting on the um on the, at the train. Yeah, cause that that's what's going. That's what will make sense. I don't know, but however, I just had to um tell y'all that I don't know. I haven't seen too many people that went to. Well, I did see a couple of posts about Janet Jackson's concert, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm waiting until I see a lot. You know, some of the reviews because a lot of people said it was nice. They said she brought out Jermaine Dupri. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's not a shock <laughs> at all. Cause honey, Sleep. they used to be Sleep. an idol on, on that mm -hmm. on that 
number and the name you got on there. Plus put put in the description next to make the sure y'all y'all can turn your phone. <laughs> oh, turn it down. No, turn what? the phones so you can see because I got it sideways. So oh, oh! I, I always don't look up there because I can't read those comments. But um, y'all, if y'all want to call in, man, we're finna go ahead and um and talk to Allah the comedian. We want to get in his bestness a little bit. That's right. That's Six, right. Six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. So Allah. First of all, I want to understand how he looked. Look, I just that's what I was just finna say. You know, you came two years ago. To he came here. And you look totally different now. I'm mad. Yes. You did a whole transformation, and I need to know, wow, what you do? Well, I well honestly, um, first of all, let me just say, Misfits Radio is the greatest radio station on earth. Let's Thank you! Tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. Tell it. <laughs> So I'm happy to be back. But I, mentally, I had to I had to undo a lot of bad stuff to get to this point. Really? I had to undo a lot of bad habits to get to this point. Okay. Uh, so I went from a waist 52. I am mm. now a 34. Damn. Yes. Look, easy. And I want to even get to 34, honestly. Yeah, 32. For real? So, so, like, how much weight is that that you actually lost? I've lost over 135 pounds. Wow. Yes. That's a whole person. Man, that's yeah, a, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Now, that's, a, that's a lawyer. A lawyer right at 130. Yep. Yep. He lost a whole lawyer. A whole person. That's what's up. So, you know, un having to undo a lot of uh, bad habits, um, eating habits, you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Because okay. I was, because I, I was one, because I, I worked, first of all, I'm an ex-Hilton employee of 30 years. So I worked for Hilton Hotels in front office operations I remember for about that. 30 years uh -huh. and um, a very stressful job uh, and I'm one of those people when I get upset I like to eat but okay. I don't tell You're people stressful eater right so I don't tell people I like to eat you know I'll just do it you know in private right and then and then you know go to my doctor's appointment you know and, and basically lie oh yeah I'm, I'm baking this and I'm running this right yeah because you know we real childish I still <laughs> tell the doctor I don't drink or smoke <laughs> and we I gotta get out of that I gotta stop Look, doing that Right, right. right. So, I run, so the running that I did was from my bedroom to the kitchen. Right. So that was the running, you know, at that point. And then one day um, I woke up and I went past the mirror. And when I went past the mirror, I didn't recognize the person that went past the mirror. What? And then I was like, you know, somebody broke in my house. Right. <laughs> so, I had, so, I had, so I had to turn around and make sure that was me. And then I, I got mad with my so-called friends and asked them, well, well you know, why y'all didn't tell me I was looking like this? What kind of real friends would let you go around looking like that? You so, know, because to your friends, your size, to most people's friends, your size don't really matter. Like, like, so you just you just kind of get comfortable with what if you comfortable with it as your friend yeah. and your cousin, I'm comfortable with it too. Right. Now, mm -hmm. when you get uncomfortable mm -hmm. with it, I can join you on that level too if that makes sense. Well, I was I had a friend tell me, uh, the, the, and the one thing that was the deciding factor was when I had a friend I had, I had on a yellow shirt, and I never I never forget it, and I was standing next to a wall that was also yellow, and when she saw me, she said. My God, she's like, where do you end? And I was like, oh, what? Whoa. What? And That's an she, insult. What? And she was like, I can't differentiate differentiate you from the wall. 
Oh, and then I knew. Off. No, 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 no. That's so, right. Friend. And so, well, I had to be honest. I said, now this is my real friend because they're telling me the truth. Mm. I said, at I least they told me. Well, at least she told me. But you know what? That was my wake up call right there. And so I started, you know, undoing a lot of bad stuff. First, I was looking at what I was eating versus lying about what I, what I wasn't eating. Okay. And so I had to do a whole lot of changes. And let me just do a disclaimer real quick. Mm-hmm. For people listening at this, um, everything varies by person. Of course, of course. So I'm going to say that. But I was already a vegetarian. So I really wasn't, you know, you know eating um, bad food. I was just eating a lot of, uh, I was eating a lot of good food, but just too much of it. So oh, I okay. had to, yeah. so I had to make a lot of changes. Uh, first of all, mentally admitting, hey, you have a, a situation here, that you 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 know you you got to look at what you're eating, and you got to kind of watch what you're eating because when you start hitting your late 40s, and then your early 50s, everything starts starts to change. Absolutely, and have to I'm there. That too. Yeah. I'm there. So what you ate? Well, so what you ate at 17? You, you more than likely are not going to be able to eat it. You can't even digest it. Right. Because oh, I haven't off. eaten meat now. I think it's been, I know it's been over a year. It's been like a year or two since I ate meat. Mm-hmm. I still don't eat meat. Exactly. But I guess for me, so so you were already a vegetarian, vegetarian. when you were, when you were overweight. For a number of years. I was for a number of years. When yes. you were overweight. Yes. So I guess my question for you is, what is it that you did more of then? Because like I'm like... I'm I'm fat now and I'm a vegetarian, you know so I need to know. That's the same thing. So, Miss Gemini Queen just said her friends ain't shit because they ain't told her nothing. Right, <laughs> right. Like what what I need to do? So basically, what I, I what I looked at was the fact. Okay, you okay? So you're eating vegetarian and you're eating vegan food, but what's in the food that you're eating? So I was I was I was consuming a lot of carbs, especially with your pasta, the refined sugar, and even though it was vegan, it was still unhealthy. Because I was eating now, this I stuff. Now, I don't eat the vegan stuff. Mm. So, you see, so I was eating a lot of it. And then, you know, and then on top of that, you know, I had a, okay, my boss just cursed me out. So, I get upset and I go buy a whole bunch of vegan chocolate eclairs. I'm thinking, now I'm drowning my sorrows in the, in the eclairs, but what I'm doing is I'm not exercising. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so that's, uh, that's what I need to do. Vegan food, give me an example of what So, vegan. for instance, well, with veganism, what people don't realize with a lot of that is you don't do dairy. You don't do meat yeah. or dairy, so oh. so no uh, meat, no dairy. I'm I'm vegetarian. I, I don't even. I don't, it's so, first first of all, I don't think it's called <laughs> nothing that I'm doing. I just don't eat meat because right. yeah. I I haven't done anything else, and that's the part that I want to get more familiar with. Right. Like what else is there to do? Because I just we just don't eat meat. That's it. Yeah. We eat a lot of the mm-hmm. other stuff that we want to eat, mm. but we don't. We just don't eat meat. And if we didn't do it for anything other than just not acquiring a taste for it, I think, too, that make a difference. When you do, you know how some people yes. will stop doing some things yes. to lose weight? I, we, we never did that because we're still the same fat. Well, here's the, here's the thing with vegetarianism. With vegetarianism, they eat dairy. So you, you may not eat, um, they, they will eat fish and chicken, but they don't eat pork. Vegetarians. What vegetarians right. eat fish? They will, they, will, they will eat fish. Or some vegetarians will eat fish and, and chicken, but they really? won't. But they won't eat um, pork, or they won't eat. Mm. Uh, and, and they do eat. And they, and they do eat dairy. <laughs> See, that's right. why. That's how I knew I ain't so, had no name to what I got going on. Because right. <laughs> I, I I, I'm allergic to seafood, mm-hmm. and I ain't eat no chicken. 
But I was gonna say I know some raw vegans mm-hmm. and they real with it. Like yes. right. they reading everything they have. Raw vegans sometimes yes. they might not even cook what they eat a lot. So that's mean, that's they right. Just eat the eat the lettuce how it is. Yes. Eat the carrots. Eat the vegetables. All of that. But one thing I wanted to ask you too: Do you have a cutoff limit or a particular time that you don't eat? Meaning like. I try to, I do some training, so I try to have my last meal at about like 7 o'clock or something similar to that so I can digest whatever I eat and won't sleep That's on it. That's intermittent fasting in a way. In a, well, no, intermittent fasting is skipping meals. Like, I do that, too. Like, I hadn't had anything to eat today. So that's fasting or breakfast and a right. lunch. But meaning, like, if you if I eat three meals a day, but my last meal at 10 o'clock, when I wake up, more than likely that's going to be still in my system for my breakfast when I eat, and it's going to compact. Of course, so, of course, because the reason why right. I said that, because, like, I just met somebody who mm-hmm. don't eat after 8 o'clock. What's, what's your cutoff right. time? Well, with me, I um, I fast for, I do intermittent, intermittent fasting for 16 hours. The first, so when I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, which is when my day starts, I don't put anything in my mouth mm-hmm. until that evening. And that's usually one big meal. I figured that. And, I figured um, that. Very little liquids, because mm-hmm. I, do, I don't do juice. I don't do all, I do juice. But I don't do a whole lot of, um, I do water as well, but not a whole lot. Because, and, I, and you have to remember, I have to say this too, because I lost so much weight, my stomach is so tiny, yeah. I, yeah. I can't take in a whole lot of food anyway. Nope. So, so wait a minute, so even, so during that time, you said no water? It's a very little water. I, I do drink water, but it's, it's, I don't consume, because see, water is something that's based on each person, because everybody's different. So, mm-hmm. my water intake. You may require more, and it, and I would require oh, less. Oh, okay, right. Okay. So I have to put that out there. And um, for a lot of people who want to know how I lost a lot of the weight, all they have to do is go to my vegan food channel, which is on YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, so you got a vegan right. food channel uh-huh. on YouTube? So a lot of the foods that you will see on there, it's, it's called Allah's Vegan Food Kitchen, and that's spelled A H L A H apostrophe S. Allah's Vegan Food Channel on YouTube. Okay. And if you go there, and if you look at uh, these certain these foods. These are the foods that I actually ate to lose the weight. Some of them that I actually, you know, I make a, a veggie burger. I actually show people how to make veggie burgers. Actually, black bean burger? Or it can be black beans. I make them out of chickpeas. You, you can get, it's, it's on I'm there. Been, I'm going on that to it's check it there. out. So it's Allah's Vegan Food Channel. Vegan Food Channel. On, oh, and it's on YouTube. Okay. And let me tell you, once you start learning about how food affects the body, and yes, but, the, but I, can't, I must say this. The exercise is the biggest component in the Getting entire. Emotion. Yeah. It's the Getting active. So uh, when I used to exercise back mm-hmm. in a few years ago, well, a long, long time ago. <laughs> there was about I, a long, long time ago. I used to exercise ago. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to do for two hours a day after work. I go for two hours a day, but I was eating what I was. I wanted to mm-hmm. eat. I ate. I didn't change my diet whatsoever, but I lost weight. I mean, I literally lost weight. I, I think I lost like 20, 30 pounds. When I was eating whatever, I was still eating the same things I would normally eat. But I was just exercising for them two hours a day. And actually, I guess what was happening was because I was lifting weights too. So I guess the fat was turning into muscle. But then I did cardio first to warm up. Then I lifted weights. And then I did cardio before I left. He had got real small. Yeah, I had got down like to a 32. Oh, yes. So, hold on before y'all. When you say get active, what you do to get active? Right. Well, let me let me be honest. I, I'm a walker. I walk everywhere. Okay. So wow. um, I, after my friend gave me that shocking bit of information about how I actually looked, <laughs> right. I just got up one morning. Yeah, and I got up and I started. Well, actually, well, actually, this person saved my life 
So I got up and just started walking one day, and I never will forget, I started walking. Um, my grandmother at the time, she was 107 years old, oh, and you? I was walking, and I, she, and I told her, I said, I'm just going to go for a walk to clear my mind. I ended up walking almost 10 miles. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, day. wow. At the weight that you were at? It was, I was, I, I was, at that time, I was around three, 305 pounds. And you didn't fall out? No, I didn't. And I was, because I was upset, and because I told, I'm just one of those people, you know, I take stuff very personal. I, I do, right. you know, so I was very, you know, just angry. And so I ended up walking 10 miles, and something said, you know, you can do this. You, you can do this. So when you start preparing yourself mentally for these type of things, you'll be surprised what you can do. And so I said, I can do this three to four times a week, and I started doing it. And I just said, you know what, oh, wow. I'm not going to make any more excuses. I'm just going to do it. That's what I got to start yeah. doing then. I got to get active. I know I need to be more active as far as mm -hmm. walking and stuff like that, but I thought you was actually exercising. Now, mm. I've actually started back running. So now I'm at the point where I run, so I run about five miles. So I do that maybe one day a week. Oh. But, yeah, so I, yeah, so I do, I do five. So, so when people see, you know, people, because now people see me, they don't even know who I am. Because I was talking to someone when they was like, who are you? And I was like, it's me, it's a lot. They were like, you, they was like, shut the front door. They was like, I didn't even know who I was talking to. Wow. Yeah, because you look different. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally different. Was. I'm just kind of jealous. When they hear my voice, they go, okay, I, I knew who you were when you started speaking, but I did not know who I was talking to. So they say, you know, how did you do it? And it's, and it's, it's no secret. It's, it's not a big secret. It's, 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 it's no magic. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just simply preparing yourself <coughs> to do what you got to do to get the results that you want to get. So how has it been since you since you've lost the weight? Now, okay, so you cuz you've been doing comedy. How long have you been doing comedy? Whew, uh since since I can remember growing up in Gary, Indiana. So Yeah, I went to Lincoln Elementary. Uh went to, I went to school with a couple of a few famous people. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Who you who you went to school with? Uh I, I remember now. I remember Mike Epps. I remember I don't remember Vivica Fox, but, but some of these people lived in Indianapolis, which is, oh, they, they're all okay. in, it's the same it's vicinity. The same. Okay. But, but I remember Mike Epps, and I remember a couple of other uh, people that are in, um, in, in, pub, in political office so in, you, in Gary. So you were born where? They, I, I, I grew up there. But well, I was born here. But That's what I thought. They okay, moved, then and then my parents moved, moved there to, okay. as I, when I was a child. Okay, and then... And then back here. You came back. Okay. Yeah. So, so I guess what, how has how how are things different now that you've lost the weight with being in the comedy realm? Like, are you able to have longer sessions, or mm -hmm. you know? Here's the funny part about the whole thing. It you know someone made a comment recently that you know most of the comedians I see, a lot of them are you know are 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 um, overweight and, and out of shape, and it seems that's the way that, that you know some of the, the right. directors. Some, they made a comment that some of the directors prefer those type of people to play certain roles in television. And I'm be honest with you, I don't want to be the fat friend. I don't want to be the, the friend that doesn't have anybody in the storyline. I want to be somebody, and I'm not saying by all means, you know, that that can't happen. But a lot of times you get typecast in Hollywood, okay. and they put you in a certain mold, and you're stuck there. And I just oh, didn't want to. Okay. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the, the fat friend. You know, and there's nothing wrong with being overweight. 
you know, it depends on the person. But I, did, I didn't want to get cast in that role as always being the tag-along friend, the one everybody running from trying to see if I can keep up with you, that type of thing. Oh, okay. I, 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 I didn't want to get stuck in, I didn't want to get typecast in that type of stuff. I can understand that. So um, that, is that something that you plan on being a part of, like being an actor, or have you had a chance to act at well, all? Well, I've done, I've done some, quite a bit of television back in the 90s, but a lot of people wouldn't, you, you all wouldn't have known who I was because I was an unknown and then I was doing a lot of extras work. So I worked with like people like Mario Van Peebles, okay. Peter Boyle, um, in Urban Crossfire, Courtney okay. Vance, um, okay. Angela Bassett's okay. husband. So I had done, I've done quite a bit of stuff in the heat of the night, uh, I'll fly away, those type of so, series. So why, so why did you, why did you make yourself an un, unknown? Well, it, or well, something that it you, had very little to do with me. It was just oh, that they, that they okay. chose, like, I'll give you, I'll give you an example of some of the things that I, that people don't even know. Uh, first, okay, anybody who knows T.C. Carson from Living Single? Uh-huh. Remember the movie called Living, Living Large? Uh-huh. That they film here in Atlanta. Yeah, a lot of people would be surprised to know that I was actually considered first for that role. Oh, really? Uh, probably one of the people that was considered for the role, but they hired T.C. Carson because he was he had more acting experience. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Because we because we kind of resembled back then. We had the same hairstyle. We kind of resembled that. a little yeah. bit, you know. And but they but they 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 gave him. I think he had more of a, a leg up than I did. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So so when when I when I ask you how long you've been doing, you been in comedy, are you saying that you started out as a little person? As a comedian. Okay. I was the one who. Now I I, I don't want to you know you know say this you know because you know because I know this is a this is a family show. You pretty much talk about anything. Yeah, we do. But I was laid on down. But I was the seven year. I was what I was a seven year old. That said, I'm gonna fuck up Santa Claus because he didn't. Yeah, because he didn't bring the shit that I asked him to bring. Right, <laughs> right. I, so, yeah. I, it took me so, two yeah, hours to so do that Christmas list. You've been doing this for a while. Yeah, and Gary, yeah. My mother, come, my, yeah, you know, my mother come running down the hall Christmas morning, talking about some Merry Christmas with all this green plaid on. I'm looking for my shit. I'm looking for my toys, and she's talking about Merry Christmas. And I said, I, you know, I was like, Merry my ass. Tell them toys at. And, I, I, and, and you know, I'm serious. And she told me, what did you say? You heard what I said. That's what I'm talking. And all I see is a dusty-ass big wheel under the tree. Uh, and everybody in the neighborhood, oh, I'm serious. Every, wait a minute. Everybody in the neighborhood had the same big wheel. So you know, the par- you know, so you know our parents went to the same toy store. Yep. And we had the little tassels and the little rings, the, the, little, the little rims. And, and I, had to put, I had to put stickers on my shit so, people could, so I could identify my own big wheel. <laughs> so I ran. So I, I told him. I said, "Y'all get together and decide what lie y'all gonna tell." Cause I wanna know where them damn toys at. And I said, "We gonna go find. We going to the North Pole. We gonna find Santa Claus." Right. <laughs> and he gonna explain it. where my toys at. So yeah. I'll, uh, um, as a comedian, and you said seven years. It's pretty. I mean, since you were seven years old, that that's pretty much it was in you. Yeah. Um, can you tell the difference in between how funny people are that are kind of like born with these characteristics and traits as opposed to people who have like a team that write for them? Well, I can be honest with you. I would love to have people write, but I do my, I write my own, my own material. Mm-hmm. But, um, my parents didn't know what to do with me. They didn't understand me. They were mm-hmm. like, why can't you just go to school and be, just be quiet like normal kids? Well, I just had to isolate where the black angels were. Right. Because I'm seeing all these white angels on the wall, right. and, I, and, right. I, and, I, and I'm, I'm looking at all these because you know everything is kind of Catholic up in that region. Uh-huh. You know they practice Catholicism. Oh, you know, oh really? In, okay. In, you know, in that region, you know, for whatever reason it is. So I want to know where in the black Atlanta? angels were in Gary, mm-hmm. in Gary. Especially. And they were um, 
Michael Jackson them, yeah. that was all Jehovah's Witnesses. Yep. Now, okay. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm not going to talk about Demita Joe Janet Jackson, but we'll get to her <laughs> later. Joe Janet. That's her real name. Oh, and I, I didn't know who Janet was until I came here. I'm like, who the hell are they calling Janet? And then um, really? I, I look I said and I said, Oh, that's Demeter. Right. Oh, I'm wow. not gonna tell y'all what happened, but we'll get to that. Okay. But, okay. So so you do you, you do stand up, right? I, I do stand up, sit down, <laughs> stand in. Anywhere I can get a gig, I'll do it. You do impromptu? Impromptu? I, whatever they wherever you need me to be, I'll be there for if the price is right. Okay, mm-hmm. I just might. Yeah, I know that right. But I, I used to, I used to, I used to work for Hot Wings, but I stopped doing that because you know it's nothing lucrative in Hot Wings anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't. They do that have anymore. to get you some cauliflower. Right, they got now. right. They got to get me some some co- some barbecue cauliflower. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he had a video. Of, he was eating rice cakes, and he was like, it was good. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. If you go, if you if you look at rice some of my pages, cakes. you'll see some of the food that I'm eating, and this is the and and I tell people. This is the actual food that I actually ate to um, lose the weight. But I want to answer your question about the, the, the writers mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the comedy. It would be nice to have a person that, 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 that writes, writes for me. I think it's, it's great. But, I, I, but most of the material, the things that I do, I, I, I write it myself. Mm-hmm. So, so how does that even work, though? How, how can somebody write your stuff? For you? I guess they could give you some ideas, maybe, but not write it for you. But you can actually it? have some brilliant you people. You, I can actually write for people, but you yeah. have some brilliant people out here, they, and they are pretty funny. And so a lot of times you see a lot of comedians there up on stage. Someone has, has wrote these things for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I can do. Let me tell you how I done been hit up three times within the last like couple of weeks <coughs> talking about comedy. And the guy who does the comedy show for on Misfits Radio, he he does it every Wednesday, Misfits of Comedy. Mm-hmm. He keeps saying, he's I'm going to get you on this stage, but I'm too shy. And I know I'm, I wouldn't last on the stage. You're too shy? I, yeah. To do what? <laughs> to be in front of all them people. You can like do it. Yeah, but but I don't. But it's a difference when I got to remember something. Yeah, I was about to say. Cause <laughs> how I remember it? I ain't got no memory like that. <laughs> now, if I could get you a lab to be in the back with a big old sign, cause you know it got to be big enough for me to read it. With a big old sign telling me what to say next, I would be good. But as far as me trying to get up there, remembering can't have no, cause I don't see comedians with no note cards and shit like that. I ain't gonna fit uh-huh. in. I need no card. If you forget a part, you gotta wing it, right? Yeah. Well, you gotta wing it. That's right. Yeah. And I, I do. Oh, y'all ain't gonna set me up like that. How often do you switch your material up? I, you know what? I, ch- I a lot of times I keep the same material, mm-hmm. but I just add on. I just okay. add on. Just, I'm, I'm a situation comedian. I can, I can, I can ride the train. I can ride the bus. I can see some funny stuff, mm-hmm. and I'll just, I'll just make up, make up a, a skit out of it. But what made you, what made you know that comedy was what you wanted to do? Like, who, who inspired you to even get into comedy well, or even try it? I, I think I, I think I told, I tell this story a lot. But I, I, let, let me just say this to the, the 1988 uh, Brown High School class of '88. It's two young ladies that. That sparked this moment. We were sitting in Miss Landers English class. Never forget it. It was in 1986, I want to say. Brown. It, it was two girl. It was two. It was two ladies. Her, one of the ladies' name was Rhonda Hall, and the other one was it was Aisha Chike Willis. And I, I hope I'm not telling too much of their business, but they, they, they were they had exchanged Christmas gifts. I never forget. We were, I was I was sitting behind them, and I think 
Rhonda Hall gave Aisha some earrings that were looked like that resembled a fruit basket, and a Chiquita uh, banana like a banana necklace. Man. And I just I just looked I just looked up and I, I saw it and I said, damn! I said she gave you a bowl of fruit. I said, listen, I said, I said, listen, Aisha. I said, hey, don't piss her off. She gonna hit your ass with, uh, with that fruit. <laughs> and they just started laughing and they thought it was funny. And I didn't really find it that funny, but I was serious. I said, you make her mad, she gonna hit your ass with, a, with that fruit. Right. And everybody just started laughing and and something said, hold on here. You know what? This this your calling right here to make people laugh. And it was those two ladies. And I swear. If they remember this, if they think back to that day, that was that was when I that was the day that I decided to do. I, I wanted to be a comedian. Oh wow! Mm. I know that. Um, I don't. I don't really know much about the comedy lane. That's why I just kind of stay out of it because I don't really know. But how does it work for you all? Like, where are some of the places that you have have? Because um, at this point in the game, I'm just just curious to know: Do you get paid to come show up now, or? Are you still getting to that level? Well, I, I, it, it depends on the situation, but you know, I, I get paid. Sometimes I don't get paid. It, you know, a lot of it is just for just just for fun. But I, but but what brought me to this moment was it, in 2019 I lost my job. Mm. Right, right, right before COVID um, happened, right. And so I had never been unemployed in my life. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I I didn't even know how to go in, I didn't even know how to file for unemployment. That's just how lost I was. Mm-hmm. And then I was you know, and I had made I was making all this 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 money. I had made all this money, you know, you know, doing this job all these years. And um so I finally went and uh, applied for my unemployment. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden a few months later, COVID hit. And then you couldn't do anything. And people were getting laid off anyway. Right. So so I had to, so I was confined at home and I was like and you know, and gaining weight, getting all this free money. You know, doing all this stuff, and I said, you know what? You can just go ahead and just start doing comedy online, and that's what and that's what fueled it even more. Uh, cause I do remember. I remember you had a con. The last time you came here, mm-hmm. you were promoting a concert. You were doing a concert. Yes. An online yes. concert. And it was pretty. It was pretty cool. But then I said, you know what? You can just do this and, until you know until, until everything you know kind of works its way out. You just go right. ahead and just do just make people laugh online. Just do it for the heck of it. Just for the fun of it. And that's what I did. Okay. Little did I know it would it would create opportunities, you know. Right. And just like with most people, but it, it hasn't really created the opportunities that I really desire. But it well, created an opportunity. What yeah. what are the what are the opportunities? Because we're gonna let DJ Lab get us in the mix in a few minutes. We we supposed to do it at four o'clock, but since we was running a it's little just, bit behind, it's just not. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna let you. I'm, we gonna get you. In, you gonna get us in the mix in a minute, DJ Lab. I just wanna know. Let's manifest it. What is it that you desire? A lot of the comedian. Wow, let's let's talk about this money. Let's talk about this million dollars or more. I'd love to do that. You know, I would love to. You know, to you know, to star alongside Will Smith or, you know, uh, permit it. He don't slap me. And um, <laughs> right. I make sure I, I make sure I be on my best behavior because yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to piss Will off. So um, work. You know, alongside you know some big names and. And um, get on a few soap operas or whatever. And I, I, I'm a good soap opera actor. By the way, if you go to my TikTok page, you'll see some, you'll see, you'll see some of my soap opera excerpts. 
Not so you far, laugh bro. Yourself to death. Yes. Not not like young and the rest. Oh, I'm talking about the young and the old. All hopeless. my children. I'm talking about the old and the useless. The whole <laughs> nine yards. You want you, you, you go on TikTok, you will see it. <laughs> really? Yes. So on TikTok, you all out of comedian on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all out of comedian I, everywhere. So so how Allah you spell Allah different? Yeah, because I'm not that other Allah. Not, okay, not, so what's not, behind the name? I'm not the righteous one. I'm the, oh. I'm the one. Oh! I'm the one. I'm the one <laughs> look, I'm the one ain't nobody looking for. They'd be like, oh, I'm not that one. Not that bad bastard. No, not him. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm serious. They'd they be like, oh, wait a minute. You, wait, wait, did you say your name with Allah? I said no, Allah. I didn't say Allah. I said Allah. Allah. Right. Okay. See? So, I, see, I, see? Yeah. It's a right. It's okay. A it's definitely a difference. I understand. I, I knew it had to be something because, you know, like, you know how it is when you look at a name and you see, because I just automatically assumed that it was Allah. Well, most people, they look at me and they go, well, you know, we thought it was something godly about you, but now we really see that you're not, I said, mm-hmm. Right. right. What, what I do is not christ Right. I, I am. <laughs> but first of all, I'm an adult comedian. Let's, yeah. Let me just say this. I'm an adult comedian, so a lot of people don't understand. Listen, I've been a, a comedian. I've been a, a male exotic dancer. I've been a, whoa, a wrestler. Whoa, oh, yeah. Whoa, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, keep going. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I just, whoa, I just, I'm ready now. Magic Mike. Look, they just, they just fired me last week. I'm the one. I'm serious. They just fired me last week because I fell asleep at the stripper pole. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. They be, it was it was seventy after forty crumbs. Yeah, they had seventy seven <laughs> dancers. They 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 scratched the X through the seventy seven, put seventy six because they fired me because I'm the one who fell asleep at the stripper pole. But y'all didn't hear that from me. But wait a minute, what else you do? And I, I've been a, a wrestler. I was the uh huh. I was the mangler. Let me tell y'all, I was the mangler for a long time. Man, oh, not the mangler. Wow. And, and until I ran, and until I ran into this white boy from Tallapoosa, Georgia, and he was the stomper, and it was all over with. Uh, it was all over with. Sound like what did you do? It was what did you do to you? I didn't last thirty seconds. Out of all I know, I was standing there, and, they, and the man said, "Who are you?" I said, "I'm the mangler." They said, "Who are you?" He said, "I'm the stomper." Bell said, "Ding," and it was every lights out. Uh uh-uh, uh, lights, lights out. <laughs> lights out. I don't even think I lasted thirty seconds. Ooh, baby, the mangler. The name, name is everything. The name I'm is everything. You. The mango. And, and what else you done did? Oh, quite, uh, quite a bit of stuff. I, some stuff I can't tell y'all. Tell us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't like, say that like he so, got some open so, cases. So, oh, yeah. Look, I can't so tell y'all. So when you was inside the down, so what? <laughs> serving, <laughs> serving drinks. They expect me to. They, uh, Dark Hustle. Dark Hustle. They expect me to deliver drinks. My man, tomorrow, we need you to we, we need you to cartwheel over. Well, there ain't a whole lot of room this month for me to cartwheel a cartwheel. <laughs> what you want me to do? Ta- I'm going to tap all this shit in here. Y'all done lost y'all, man. Look, I just, we, we just went to a show that, that was like, y'all could do the cursing, right? When I tell you, no comedians were struggling, baby. That uh-uh. was right. Yeah, that's why I just, I just, I just tell people the truth. Look, I'm an adult. That was struggling. I'm an adult comedian, and I, I just, I can't help. It. I just got to tell you how I feel. Exactly. And don't no cowboy get a little razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. Put a little razzle dazzle. And, and you hadn't had anything to drink. I don't need anything to drink. Right. right. But that's the funny part, though. Allah. Mm-hmm. Allah. That's it. Allah. I got to pronounce it. See, it's Allah. a difference. See, God. When they say, they say, Allah, they go, Allah, I am Allah. Allah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the one ain't nobody looking for. I got you. Mm-hmm. Allah. They be like, you know, we don't know about this one right here. 
Yeah. <laughs> he makes Satan look like a Boy Scout. Yeah, you uh, got damn. that's me. The right, right. That's me. That's me. Not with a smile. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> they gonna learn. But see, this is this is what comedy is about. You know, you make people laugh. One man, I, I used to say to man life, he out, he he was on the verge of having a heart attack, mm. and I walk. What happened? I walked in. I walked into a restaurant, and he uh, asked me what I thought about the food, and I told him the truth. And as I was telling him. He said something. Well, I had all these dreads. At that time, I had a, I had a, oh, I had a, head, yeah. I had a bunch of dreads. You did. So he didn't, he didn't really look up at me, so he thought I was a lady. So he told his wife, this lady just helped me pick out this, this, this wonderful salad. And what the hell he calling? I said, what the hell he calling a lady? <laughs> and then I told him, I said, man, you ever call me a lady again? I, I'm going to whip your chicken salad. <laughs> and, and he started laughing. His wife said, my husband never laughs at anything. And she said, his doctor, his doctor mentioned to him, if he didn't start lighting up, He's gonna, he's gonna literally have a heart attack. Oh wow! And she said, "You might have saved my husband's life." I said, "Don't, I, please, don't put that on me." <laughs> right, right. Please, I know. I'm, I'm, gonna, say you don't want to I'm trying, right? I'm right. I'm trying to CPR, but I hope I don't ever have to, to use it. But right. y'all, don't, don't, don't do that. I said, you? No, I, that didn't really impress me when she said that. But he, she said, "You literally saved my husband." Come She said, "My husband, he laughs at nothing, nothing." Always uptight, and so he. I know some people laugh. like that. Yeah, and it's not healthy. Not so no. you gotta laugh, you, you, especially if you can't laugh. You can't laugh at yourself. Right. Listen, I was. Let me tell y'all something. I was so overweight one time. I gave out a breath going downhill. That's just how. That's how. Mm. I, going downhill. Going downhill. Yeah, I that's right. So let me tell y'all something. When you done been in those type of situations and you have had life threatening situations where you know that you didn't know what you know that you didn't know where you were gonna end up. Let me tell y'all something. You you will learn to laugh. Mm-hmm. You, you will definitely. learn. You definitely yeah. will. What made you cut your dreads? Well, I had to come. You know, I had because well, you know because with, you know because you know with certain jobs you take. So people, the, the honest, the truth was they were they were they were trying to cast for for Bob Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I said, let me just you know develop me some locks and see if I could you know play this character. I needed to say I kept the dreads for almost two years. I didn't get the role, but I, oh. I still kept oh, the dreads. So I still kept the dreads. Plus, I, looking at me, he and I look nothing alike, honestly. That so, ain't what it's about. Yeah. Did y'all I, see the yeah. Whitney Houston movie? That yeah, I know. I saw like that. Home. But we, you know, but a lot of people don't. But I'm telling y'all, I can say it now because it's over with. Mm-hmm. I, that's the reason why, because I wanted, I wanted to try to get a movie, and, and you know, to do this role for Bob Marley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know you could have you could have put you some weave in on and then take that when you when you. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But you know, I didn't get the role. It, it's okay. But you know, there are other things, other opportunities that you know that are going to happen. Absolutely. So. How do you usually learn about who's actually casting or who needs somebody on well, their... Any young person that's trying to you know get into television, you know, you always have your. Um, Not just young people. But I'm just saying, you know, people in general that are trying to you know to do something and they don't have a direction, you can always go to backstage. Anybody, you know, you, you know, you can act at any age. But you can go to backstage. That's a good outlet to learn of, of roles of casting. Back in the day, we had to go to the Georgia Film. Back way, way back in the day, we had to call a, a number where you you found out about these roles. And it was the Georgia Film, you know, Georgia Film Association. You would oh, just call okay. this number, and they would just give you all the roles that was going on that they were casting for in the state of Georgia, in the state of Georgia. Oh, okay. And you just apply that way. Well, I know with the industry being as um, affluent as it is now, I know they couldn't possibly do that no more. Yeah, it's called Georgia. It used to be called the Georgia Film Commission back then. But yeah, you could get roles that way, or just you know online. And if, and if you are fortunate enough to have an agent, that's the best way to get in. If you if you have an agent, I don't have an agent. 
Oh, you don't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Most of the stuff, right, most of the stuff I've done, I got the roles on my own. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just talking to people, just, you know, sending people stuff on Instagram, like, hey, I'm available. That's hard. I was going to say. I know. Oh, but wow. It, but it, if the person saw me, and they'd go, okay, if I've seen you before, we, uh, but it worked in some cases. I bet that Bob Marley role had a lot of smoking to it. Yes, it did. Oh, and I'm man. not a smoker. Oh, shit. Would you have done that just to do it? Though? Yes, I would been have. been on that high <laughs> thing just to get that role. <laughs> hey, hey. I probably would have stopped. I'd have been lit. I'd have been, I'd have been, <laughs> let me tell y'all something. I, I walked into a free smoke shop the other day. And, and I told the guy, I says, can I help you, buddy? I said, yeah, I'm here for the free. Right, right. He said, "What you? What are you talking about? Are you? What are you talking about?" I said, "Man, you got you. Know, you see that sign on your building? It say free smoke. I'm here for all the free. I ain't here to buy shit." Exactly. Mm-hmm. Help a player. And he told me, "I'm I'm, I'm going to call the police, buddy. You're crazy as hell." I said, "Well, I well you. I said, I'm crazy, but you got free on your building." <coughs> right. Yeah. I said, I'm looking for them cheese-flavored cigarellos. I'm looking for them. I want what I want. I want what I want. I told him, I want the cheese-flavored cigarellos. And then I said, matter of fact, while we at it, you can get the Cheeto brand-flavored, too. I want what I want. He told me, I'm calling the police. I called the police. By the time they get here, I'll be halfway down the street. Right. Out of here. Yeah. You're going to stay and wait on them. I want them cheese-flavored cigarellos. And that's what I want. Okay. And then one lady girl walking to my I want a vape. I want one of them vape pens. I want the, what she say she wanted? She wanted the papaya flavor. I said, well, if she can get papaya, why I can't get the, why I can't get the, the uh, cheese flavor? That ain't how it works. Cheese flavor. Yeah. The, the, that is not how it works. But I, you know what, though? I could, I don't know of what, what is entailed in writing this, this, these, the things that you write for the mm-hmm. comedy scripts, right? Right. But I'm just curious to know, what the heck do you do before it's time to, like, write? You don't smoke. I don't smoke. You you, you don't drink. Don't drink. What do, what, what do you do? Why, what's your vice? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. And you don't lost weight, so well, it ain't but, food. So, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you all the truth. You just got to be crazy as hell to be a comedian. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real, and and people understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, most people go, but well, you know, no, no, nobody. Let me tell you something about the black community, and I'm gonna say this, and I don't. I hope I don't make anybody mad, but it's something about mental health that we do not want to discuss. And people laugh what? at people. Just some people, they like, no, they 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 will skirt all around the issue. When you start talking about mental health, everybody get quiet and they change the subject. Now we need to have a conversation about mental I'm health thrilled. in our community. I'm thrilled. There's a lot of crazy folks out there. <laughs> and I'm telling you. In a good way. At least, and and I'm going to tell you the truth. At least you know I'm crazy because I'm telling you. But it's the ones that don't tell you that you're doing the right. ones you got to worry about. Right. They be, the way they act, they ain't right. got to tell me. <laughs> right. God damn, bro. So, right. You something on your right. mind. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. So, we, you know, it's a conversation that needs to be had. You know, with black men, and I'm going to say this. It, it, it could be with any, any men, all men, but with, particularly with black men, we got to get serious about our health because mm-hmm. not only is um, prostate cancer taking us out, but colon cancer, prostate cancer is taking us out. Mm-hmm. We got to get, get those exams, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm being an advocate for that. I, a long time ago, I, wouldn't, I would never say anything about it, but we don't like to go to the doctor. By the time we go to the doctor, it's too late. Mm-hmm. We got to find out what's going on with us. Uh-huh. And, 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 and the mental health thing is the biggest portion of it because if you're not right mentally, you, you can't be right. You can't be right. That's, the thing about it is everything starts at the head. Everybody right. know that if you right. attack the head, then the rest will exactly. fall because that's where 
exactly. the most, most of the sturdiness. That's where most of the decision making decision making is. That's where the playing field right. is. So mm-hmm. when you exactly. you know, so mentally it, yes. I absolutely agree. I, we talk about mental health all the time on um mm-hmm. on our show. And the main reason is because so many people kinda stray away from it, not understanding that it's so many other people that's just like them. Like it's a, a gazillion of us that mm-hmm. especially when you've gone through something as traumatic as 2020 and you survived honestly that was traumatizing for everybody mm-hmm. i know i still got ptsd yes and i can i can we i think we all have gone through some things that's you know? what i'm saying so and and so with with all of that comes a time when you need an outlet that's right and so my comedy is you know it's it's it's, it's my outlet and then and you know i can tell you i had a listen i had a a best friend of mine that, that I grew up with um, in the West End. We, I went to Brown High School. They went to Thorough High School. And we would meet up after high school every day. And he suffered with schizophrenia mm-hmm. and, uh, his entire life. I know, yeah, and so can you imagine, you know, and if he didn't take his medication, boy, some people had a bad day, I'm just telling you. Absolutely. So he, I used to watch him, and I used to always say to myself, what a strong person, because I don't know if I could have lived that type of life, because let me tell you something. I've known people who have, who have gone their entire lives undiagnosed. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. Can you, if they had gone and gotten the treatment, the therapy that they needed, the quality of life would have been so much better for them. Absolutely. Well, a lot of people see it. A lot of, a lot of times people don't understand that you can be chemically imbalanced for, for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> yep. And when you are chemically imbalanced, sometimes, but once again, the head is where it, it, become, right. it beco- becomes the issue because if you're chemically imbalanced here, then that means that everything else is unaligned as well. Right. So they don't understand the importance of getting back balanced. And sometimes they don't, you know, they, they just don't. It's, it's like, ain't nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. It ain't, you know, and it's like, yeah, it, it's, but it's okay for something to be wrong with you, though. And the culture that I face, I'm sorry. But the culture that, that I faced, you know, because, you know, we grew up pretty much in a southern, mm-hmm. you know, southern traditions. Of course. We don't, we, we, we're taught not to discuss things. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about things. We don't, we don't spread our business throughout the neighborhood. You keep mm-hmm. all this stuff to yourself. Right. And actually, you're actually hurting yourself by not talking about it. Well, I can, so, so I think that to a certain extent, we, we took... What what going in our house, stay in our house mm-hmm. to another level? Because mm-hmm. like I think what most parents meant by that was basically don't discuss the personal business. Like you know what I'm saying? Like don't discuss if our lights get turned off. Don't discuss that around everybody. If I if I water, you don't discuss that. Like not yeah. in a sense of yeah, yeah, like stay out of grown folks' business. If you overhear something. Don't repeat it. Like, I think that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, our people were saying, let it stay in our house, but not the part Mm -hmm. where when it's abuse and Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, certain things like that. I don't, because I just couldn't see a person wanting you to keep that in the house. Like, I don't know. I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what Allah was saying. It's, It's definitely being a black male coming up in the South. Your man, your mentality and mind state is kind of tainted from birth as far as all this race going on. Then you have, you got to either be tough, you either got to be gang banging or, you know, hold a particular 
kind of like stature about yourself that really might not even be you anyway. Right. So it's making a lot of people either live a lie or be sens- desensitized with the way society is putting all these different pressures and different information in your brain as a child growing up and seeing this. You can imagine it's ten times harder for someone who may not even know they have a chemical imbalance. Right. Like yeah. Saying, that they're not even going to know how to process what's already predestined for them anyway. I can mm-hmm. see that That's though because true. I do see a lot of um, a lot of men struggle with um, with accepting certain things when it's not of the of the norm. If that yeah. makes sense, right. mm-hmm. when it's looked when it's looked upon as something derogatory or bad or something like that like and my whole thing when it comes to men though is being on the defense mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you're if you with somebody because see this is the way i look at it if you don't address those childhood issues in childhood they're going to be revealed when you start getting into relationships right so mm-hmm. if your mate is telling you certain things don't be on the defense about it try to figure mm-hmm. out why is it happening so that's where a lot of the disconnect come in when with with men, honestly, and women at at the the early age, like the early twenties or whatever, because you're in these relationships and you're not understanding that what you didn't address is what's actually coming out, exactly. and it makes it hard for for you know for y'all to stay together. Cause this woman like this man got to be crazy. I'm telling him one thing, thinking that it's happened. He taking it as me being offensive. You can't get nowhere like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't keep a relationship going like that. But I want y'all to hold these thoughts. DJ Lab, you ready to get in the mix? Oh, uh Sleep wants us to keep going. Want y'all to keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, if you don't if you want if you don't Okay, well yeah, so don't keep the thoughts. We could keep going. But um but yeah, so like the the, the thing about it is what I enjoy most about getting older and seeing the men mature because of it, it is true that women do mature faster than men. Mm-hmm. We know that off top. We understand that. But to now see men that I would never think get to the point where they are now, mm-hmm. to me, is is huge. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, now they have embraced certain things. Now they realize what it, what was what was going on. Type of they're not on the defense anymore. Like I love to see the men evolve. You know. I, I think um, society likes to blur the line for our community and culture and make it difficult for us to differentiate whether we just need emotional support or a damn pill. I mean, everybody likes to pop, like push pop and appeal on a mm-hmm. particular kid, or as we get into adulthood, they want to solve this situation with a prescription when it just may mean we need to do what we're doing now, like right. talk, talk, counsel, mm-hmm. and just create better habits and choices. Like shoot, <clears throat> like he was saying, the exercising and dropping the weight did something for him mentally mm-hmm. as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like your body mm-hmm. is part of the mind and the soul. Of course. So when you start getting your body in a particular shape where you feel kind of godlike or like, wow, look at what I can do, or look at what I've ma- uh, managed to maintain and achieve physical-wise, it can clear the mind as well. But and build your confidence because mm-hmm. a lot of people that's that's a part of a lot of people's issues honestly mm-hmm. is their confidence being being really really low and they're not under they're not recognizing that's what it is yeah. because when you're when when so, so I give you a prime example me and my brother was just talking about this the other day so my cousin Nisha 
told my brother, told my brother Eric when we was young, you you actually you look nice, Eric. You actually kind of nice looking, but why your your eyes so close together? They sit back in your head. So when she said it, you know he like what? But he has always thought about it, you know, because it. So when we was having a conversation. We were talking about how your confidence can be diminished. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. so happened, for, fortunately, though, our mama was would make you feel like you was, baby, you could be a size 28. She finna make you feel like you're about a 10. And I love her. And I'm talking about for real. Like, that's just how she was. And so our confidence was something that we really didn't struggle with because she always wanted us to look nice. Mm-hmm. She always made sure we smell nice. Like, no matter what it was, she was going to make it where your confidence is built. And when you get dressed, ooh, baby, she finna put it on. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Girl, I had legs like them. I would never wear no pants. You better keep that dress on. Go. Like, she would, <laughs> just the whole reaction when you get dressed, like, you'll be like, Auntie, stop now, because you doing too much. But she be for real. So it, our confidence was there, but it, but Eric was just saying, what if it confident was low? Because you know we yep. was overweight as children. We would be, we would be, but what if it confident was low? He was like, man, I would have been messed up. And then she told me my eyes sit close together and, they, and too far back in my head. Right. But a lot of people don't understand like some of the things that they say to people. Like you saying your friend said something to you about <laughs> being as big as you were. Right. In a yellow shirt. Right. Like, they don't understand that sometimes that stuff can be damaging that you took right. it and ran with it. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I took it because I said, you know what? This person is actually telling me the truth versus people who never said a word to me. Now, what if you but, got offended? Now? Right. Yeah. And it bothers you. You know what I'm saying? But see, but that's where God was involved because there is a God because something intervened and said, I need you to listen. Right. What was that movie where he said, message? Right, right. <laughs> so, and I and that's how I pers- I said now that's a message right there. I better listen to this. Right. And I said, you know what? I'm not gonna get upset. I said I'm gonna take it and run with it. Oh, okay. So that's how you managed to. Mm-hmm. You just kind of used it for your own good. Cause I'm right. just saying, like some people would get offended. That's whereas, what, you know, now, I was gonna say though, like. like Sometimes it's actually the offense that can make the change because mm-hmm. a lot of people ain't going to change nothing if they don't really like it or mm-hmm. if they don't. If, if you feel like if you're offended by that, then you may say, well, what does the next person think? And I mean, I know we're all supposed to love ourselves and have confidence, right. but there's a difference when you have a false sense of pride. And the false sense of pride is like if it's an issue that you know deep down in your conscience, in your heart, you don't really like it about yourself. Right. But when someone else says it to you and they tell you the truth, you want to be combative or get upset or offended with it. But in your mind, you already know. Right. Then it's like you're doing yourself a disrespect. But exactly. But see, that goes back to evolving and being mature. Mm-hmm. Because an immature person would get offended. You know what I'm saying? Like there are certain things that they couldn't handle. Whereas when you are evolving, you coming into yourself, something that somebody says to you may you know what I'm saying, may offend you or put you in an awkward position, mm-hmm. but it doesn't cause that kind of damage. Right. So, like, for instance, you just think about somebody saying something to the, I don't know exactly, I don't know how old you are, but I'm just going to say 40-year-old you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Nobody? It's a phone on the table. It's a song on the table. No, it's not mine. My phone on loud. I don't know what that was. 
don't know. It could that be was, a ghost in there. That wasn't no. on our table. What y'all doing over there? Oh, no. Look, that ain't right. them either. But now, but um, you think about some of the things that are happening at your 20-year-old self mm -hmm. and at your 40-year-old self and how you handled it. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so that's, what, that's why I say I love to see these men evolve to where certain things don't hurt them no more. Like, right. certain things that a person say don't offend them like that. Like, right. it's like, girl, bye. Because you know women can, baby, they can do it. Mm -hmm. A woman can do it. Tell you to write on down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say some of the yeah, most yeah. demeaning shit, you'd be like, right. damn, did you even li ever like me? <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for real. I have seen it. I have seen women literally tell... Oh, especially they mates. I have seen them town down, and I be disgusted. Cause, ma'am, you gonna be back with that man tomorrow. Man. Why you do him like that? Too, oh yeah, men too. Men too. But see, I think a lot of times when men do it though, they be trying. Even though women do too, be trying to hit where it hurt. But when men do it, I feel like. It ain't really no coming back from a man doing it. Most of the time, we it's act. So uh, uh, I, I don't think it's no coming back when a man do it. Yeah, like it's different. I don't so know. So we got to absorb all them verbal blows. Right. Because y'all supposed to be strong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One time I was like, damn, did I do anything good in the right. relationship? You remember everything bad? That what I'm, that's my whole point in saying, like, that most of the time, like, with me, when I get angry, most, I will say some stuff, but I'm not a person that's irrational when I'm, when I'm angry. Not in words. Mm -hmm. Now, I might punch, I might punch in the throat or something, Man. but not with my words. Talk like to me, don't hit me, please. Right. <laughs> I'm just just don't piss me off. Man, no, I'm know, just kidding. Don't cook for about a week or so, but when you start hitting somebody, it's like, here we go with this. But, yeah, you know, no. my thing is this, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a thinker, so I, mm -hmm. I, I learned to think, you know, I think before I say things. Because, see, you know, after you, after you get beat up a few times, when you growing up in Gary, I got I got I got whipped up by the neighborhood bully, Bullet Simpson. Let me tell you, bully. Thing I learned, Simpson, let me tell y'all something. Bullet. I learned how to I learned how to talk my way out of stuff. I said, you know what? Yeah. By third grade, I, I ain't saying <laughs> no. I learned how to ration. Look, you you can have my pizza at lunch. Right, right. See, right. you had to learn how to you had to learn how to you look. You had to learn how to you wanted to know how to fight. Look, look, look. Put a laxative on that pizza. No, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Me, I know he, he used to take our lunch, and one day he said, well, well, boys, I think I want, um, I want y'all lunch money for the rest of the school week. I oh, said, oh, hell, and you know, I'm the most vocal one. What? So, by, so by this time, oh, I got crunk. I'm the one with all the mouth. I said, I tell you what, Bullet, you meet me at the merry-go-round <laughs> at 3.05. We going to get this straight. You meet me. Mm -hmm. Well, he met me, y'all. Mm. But Principal McClear, he found me at 320. He beat me so bad, the miracle round was still spinning. Oh, uh, no, no, no. By the time, you you. time my parents got to the school, I had a high right, low left. I, I, all you <laughs> smelled <laughs> was Afro Sheen. <laughs> the high right, low left. My, dad, my, my parents said, Where I child at? They said, There he is. He said, Oh, hell no. Uh, no, not looking yeah, like Clover. What, like. what happened to you? 
I said, Bullet Samson, my daddy said, you just get right on in the car. He said, don't you tell nobody to meet you nowhere else. He said, well, you come straight home from school. You hear me? What was Bullet Daddy name? God damn. He said, well, I know, well, I, know he had, I know he had a sister named Pistol. It was Bullet okay. and Pistol. Oh, man. And, I, and you didn't want to mess with them two. And Bullet, when, and when he was in the fifth grade, he was already 5'11". So can you imagine? Oh, man, so he had yeah. to get chopped down. Yeah, yeah. So the very next day, he took everybody's lunch money, but mine. Mm. And they said, "Why you didn't take his lunch money?" He said, "Cause he crazy, cause he don't know when he in danger." <laughs> he done beat right. it out of you. <laughs> I, 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 I be saying something of everything. You ain't getting my money. I'm sorry. You, right. you, y'all ain't. You're not getting my money. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you see, you yeah, were doing you good. I was paying your pizza. Yep. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you done yeah. went too yeah, yeah, far. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you I ain't gonna buy the pizza for you, but you can have the pizza. Goddamn. We gonna negotiate. No, we gonna negotiate. We ain't gonna. No, I'm. I'm. We. I'm too. You know, this fight thing is too deadly. So you know what? We gonna negotiate. So look, do I don't see you on Facebook and Instagram like I used to. Which which platform you use the most? Well, I use. Well, honestly, I use YouTube and TikTok the most. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's why you don't see and see. And then I'm also on another um, a media uh, a media outlet also, and it's for comedians. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. What's the name of it? And I and I want I want to tell you all this because it was so funny because a lot of people don't. I don't know if a lot of people know about it, but I'm gonna tell you the name of it. And it's 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 strictly for comedians, and you can and actually what, pay for our comedy on there. Oh, okay. What then? Then we'll be laughing all day with this yeah. site. Yeah, you. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Cliff it's, was telling us about that one time. Yeah, it, it's, 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 a, uh, it's a media outlet. You know, a lot of famous people like Earthquake and um, mm. a, a lot of people are on there. Oh, really? Co- so comedians that are well known, that are not so well known. You can actually sell your comedy. Okay. Oh, so how does it work? So you like. You, you you just you just you, you go on there you create an account and then you just pick the comedian you want to support and you just pay for it and it could be anywhere from a dollar up to six or seven dollars and I got to give you give you the name of it because it's it's, it's hilarious but the um, the guy who actually created it he, you know he's in comedy also but it basically a lot of black people that were on social media uh-huh. especially with YouTube they felt like they weren't getting a fair nod. So that's why this was created. Okay. Yeah, and then you see what they just did. Well, they took it. They took a because I just got my last check from um, Instagram, Instagram, a few days ago, actually. So now they want you to pay for them. The check. Pay marks. for them checks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's how they turned it around on y'all. <laughs> yeah. They sound like some hustlers. Oh yeah, they they did that. They did that. Yeah. You see a whole lot of little blue dots right Oh, yeah. Oh, the thing about it is, like I was telling people, I said, it's a, it's, it's a business. If you got a business or if you are a brand, the $15 may be worth it. They know that you've been right. verified. They'll do business with you because you've been verified, yeah. and they know that they that their odds of losing money and stuff like that, you know, is slim to none because they know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, oh, well, it's a lot so of things. Uh huh. What's up? How is the uh, real estate business going for you right now? It's actually going pretty well. I know it damn is. <laughs> it's a uh, seller's yeah. market right now, though, right? Well, how does that well, go? I don't know. It it could be a buyer's market too, because the interest rates have gone up mm. like six and a quarter. So. Um, a couple months ago, well, last year when the interest rates 
were like three and a quarter, you know, it was more of a seller's market at that point. So how does how does it work now that um they're saying that the people with the um low to mediocre credit scores will now have a chance to actually purchase a home? It, it won't be as hard to purchase a home. Well, it's it, it's never. I mean, they still had opportunities. You're talking about when they're saying that the people with a higher credit score is going to pay a little bit more yeah. money. It's only really about $40, 50 But they have certain programs where you can actually buy your rate down. So is that really going to make a difference if you have um, lower credit score or a higher credit score? Oh, you know, okay, so, so they have programs out. And then um, now the sellers are willing to pay some of the closing costs they're giving Oh, okay, cool. Uh, because of the interest rate. The interest rate is high. As, you know, they kind of raised it so it would balance out the market. Okay. Because you had a lot of investors that were really competing with people. Yeah, see that, was the, see, that was the thing that it was so many investors, especially in Georgia. It was so many investors just coming mm -hmm. in, buying up and all buying, these properties. It's like, how the hell? How, 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 that was unfair. That was just super unfair. Because it made it hard for more people to try to actually tap into it when they could, when they had the money to, right? You know, to actually they couldn't they like how how to compete with investor, right? Mm. Well, get in with the company. I don't know how they got my phone though. Because mm. I don't yeah. think you got your phone. Hey, Jerica, do you want to sell your house? Right, yeah, it's so, public record. Look, look, mental's off. Yeah, it's public so, record. Like, like, <laughs> and that offer be lowballing. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to, cause you're supposed to talk them up. This is, this is just a scenario. So, say I sell my house, right? I sell my house for 400000 I got to still live somewhere. So, either I got to go get another house or I got to get another apartment, which is still paying mortgage somewhere or rent somewhere. Right. Yep. And a lot of people did that. They was getting money out of their house moving. But I was like, you still got to have some. You still got to have some. Yep. And live. Well, it depends on the situation because, because let me tell you, because like, okay, so I, one, my, one of my friends just sold her house. Right. Well, she had a four or five bedroom house. She she had a, she had been there, kids were all grown. And now she don't want a house. She wants a condo. She wants something that's more feasible for her because it's just her. Her kids are gone now. Right. It just depends on the person's individual Need, need yeah, they be making these condos cost just as much as a house now. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. The only like, thing, the only well comfort, the, that, the only comfort that you <laughs> get out of it, of course, sometimes is um, yard being smaller and you having, oh, okay. you know, and they're not taking as much to cut and stuff like that. But, and I'm sure it's some, it's some maybe some cutoffs at the bills or something. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but the condos are expensive. Yeah, and people, some of those have, well, most of them have association fees mm -hmm. as and, well. Yep. And, and, and let me, HOA? Yeah. 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 No, we went to court. We are the, the mouth, girl. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like them. And I don't like them either. If you wanted to do something to make it look better, sometimes you can't because right. of the homeowners association. Yeah, right. like right. you, oh, you and they tell you what to do. All this other stuff. They told my... <laughs> They told my friend she had to pressure you know. wash her house in the middle of spring. Sir, it, it's going to be back looking the same way in two, yep. three days. Like, what? We would yes. have right. probably about, what, friend, a day or two, and 
Yeah. We got a fine because they said that my bushes were too big. Then they said something I cut the grass. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I actually just moved in here. So why y'all didn't cut the grass before mm-hmm. the hell I came? Right. Like, <laughs> Let's start down. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but they was for real. Yeah. And they evil and too. We don't have any I'm telling y'all, they evil. They oh, yeah. evil. We don't they... have a pool. Why did why would you all even need a homeowners association? That's why we went to court. Mm-hmm. A lot of times up to keep the value of the yep. community good. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you you don't realize that some people want to have free range chickens in their yard. Damn. Do you want somebody to have chickens? Or do you want somebody to but have? But why would I care what you have in your yard? No. Because See, it affects that, your the yeah. value of your home say, in this community. Down the I just got chased and down the street so by a goat. Not a goat. Now, let's curry it. A goat. They have to <laughs> a, a camper right there, so you know somebody living in that. But don't they friend? They got all kind of broke down so cars, that's basically yeah. mm-hmm. all yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And the houses. Oh, oh yes. Nice. So what'll happen? Their house is horrible. Mm-hmm. So you saying that when they get ready to sell their house? That it's going like if the neighbors sell their house, it's going to depreciate because of what this depending person Depending on no what's one, around it, yeah. Yeah. But now, if you don't have a homeowners association, what will happen a lot of time is the state will come by and just start finding your ass. Till you get the it city, up. yeah, like that's the, when you call the code enforcement. Yeah, code right. enforcement to hit you with so many damn taxes with it, and you, you want to get it right. Yep. Then you'll maybe clean it up. But that's what I'm saying. My whole thing <coughs> is, I, I feel like. If some if you gonna have a homeowner if you gonna have a an association you might as well move in a community that just this got a, a a basically a um a property manager like you might as well get an apartment I don't see the significance <clears throat> of the homeowners association unless they're not doing too much most of them that I know they do entirely way too much. Yeah, and you got depends. to pay them to do way too much. And it's like, no. It depends on your lifestyle or how you want to live, where you want to live. You know, it just depends on the, the person's individual needs. You may want to be in this area maybe because, um, you know, you may work in that subject, you know, near mm-hmm. that place. Right. Or you may have children that you want to go to a certain school mm-hmm. um, and People pay for things like that. So it just depends on what you want. You may get older. You may like, you know, I'm going out to the suburbs. I don't want to deal with a, a homeowners association. They do have some like that as well. As a matter of fact, I sit at a subdivision uh, with Adams Homes in Griffin, Georgia. And we have homes starting from the low 300s to the high, uh, but like 390, 396, almost 400,000. Oh, okay. Um, half acre lots and um, no homeowner association. It is a nice I wouldn't mind moving to Griffin. Okay. So, what are some of the stipulations? I wouldn't mind moving to Griffin. That ain't far. There's no homeowner association there. So, you don't have. You don't have those restrictions. Mm-hmm. Right? And that, how, that, that neighborhood is beautiful. So, what are some of the requirements? Like, if I came to you and I said, hey, um, Uganda, mm-hmm. I'm ready to buy a house. Okay. Like, would you be like, okay, well, let me go on and try to get you. Like, is it better to get 
finance be yeah pre pre qualified before. It's good to get pre qualified so you'll know your price point. So if you're not pre qualified and you're going to a new construction subdivision like I'm sitting in, then we have what we call preferred lenders. You mm. can you you can talk to one of those lenders. Um, you'll get a list, and then depending on you know what your financial needs may be, we'll have a consultation, talk about you know you what you what you're trying to do, and then. I can say, okay, well, based on this, you may want to speak to, you know, you have a list of lenders that you can speak to. You may want to have, um, if it's down payment assistance or if it's... um, You do all of that. The the lender would do that. Okay, well, you just find me the house. And then I would find the house. Well, in this case, new construction, if it's new construction, you'll have a list of lenders. If it's not new construction then I can refer you to some lenders or you can choose your own based on what your individual need is. Then once you get pre-qualified for an amount, just say if you want to go up to 500000 then you get qualified for that amount. You send all your documentations in to the lender, and then we go house hunting at that point. If you decide you want to be in new construction, we will look at new construction homes within that price point. And even if just say if the house is only three fifty, then you you'll buy for three fifty. That five hundred will go away. You know you still have up to that five hundred thousand, but then you'll just be purchasing for three fifty. I can't believe what they're selling these houses for, man. man. Do you A lot. Think that we gonna, this, we, have we bottomed out, or do you think it's gonna change? For example, uh, the apartment we might have paid what seven forty five. Twelve now is like what sixteen hundred, something like that. And you know, to me, those are more expensive. They are, and they build a lot of. Um, they have, they even have homes where the subdivision is rental only. Everybody's paying at least twenty one hundred dollars a month for mm-hmm. like a four bedroom, three bath. So if you desire to be a homeowner. You should get a, you know, you should just be a homeowner instead of. The thing about it is, though, a lot of people don't feel like they qualify. Right. And then a lot of, then too, a lot of people don't want to be responsible for the. Okay. It's upkeep. all about being educated. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. And I think that's a, that's a, um. Question. That's definitely something that needs to open up. Have you ever had to like sell a house or had a buyer looking into a house that you thought was maybe built a little bit too fast? You know, or you didn't think maybe the foundation, or is it something that you kind of like a sixth sense you had about this particular property that didn't f- sit well with you, but you had to either sell it or talk someone out of it? Well, basically, what I suggest all of my clients to do is get a home inspection mm-hmm. because that's a 30 year investment. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying that you can go 40 years, they just changed it where you mm-hmm. can do a 40 year mortgage. Mm-hmm. but. Anytime, if it's a resale or if it's new construction, then I'm going to always advise you. You that's an investment. It costs anywhere from three hundred, maybe five hundred dollars, depending on what you're looking. You know what you're trying to do to the house. You can do mold remediation. You know you can check for all of that stuff in the house. New construction is different. Okay, but resale. Especially if it's an older house, you want to make sure that you do a inspection. Okay. And then if it's something like with, I've been doing, um, 
I've been selling homes for about 17 years. Mm-hmm. So when I go in with you and you look at the house, then it's certain things that's going to catch my eye. And I'm going to say, okay, we need to check on this, this, this. I already pretty much know what may come up in the inspection based on the naked eye. Okay. But, you know, a, but the trained individual that's going to do that home inspection is going to tell you if it's built good, if there's foundation issues, mm-hmm. it's going to tell you if they had, like, leaks, mm-hmm. all of that. So okay. that's the way that you get, you make sure that you're doing a good thing with your investment. And I will, you know, give my opinion about it. I definitely suggest suggest a home inspection. I know that um, one of my close friends, that's what, that's what she do. I, I've been saying I may get into it, too. Mm. But um, that's what she do, and the amount of patching that people do oh, before yeah. they resell. Right. You mm. definitely want to make sure. It is crazy. It's crazy. And it's mm. like, you touch it, and it's like, just fall it. And it's like, damn, you can put a nail in it. You know what I'm saying? But the amount of patching that people do, you know. So, yeah, I could definitely, um, I could see that home inspections are very much necessary. Right. Uh, KK, um, KK, Sarah KK to call in. Yeah, six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. Yeah, that's the first time K- I heard you say that they hold shows. No, KK it's not. Said, I said, said, yeah. the no, 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 KK said, no, 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 well, I'm not going to read unless y'all call, <laughs> call in or you want me to read it. Uh, you, either you one, I can't see. Either she called in, we could have read it. Oh, okay. She, she had a sports bar. She said, oh. what about the new construction subdivisions um, that sell homes that aren't built? What do you what do you tell your clients about buying one of those type homes? That's not already built? Yeah, it's oh. like a, they show you a rent. Like a oh, spec? Okay, okay, yeah. Spec. So... It depends on the subdivision. It depends on the builder, because mm-hmm. some of them may have um, they have the floor plans that laid that's laid out. Some people do not. They really can't see the home unless they actually see it built. Mm-hmm. Um, some some um, builders, like the one that I sit for, they have um, we have model homes that we sit in. Mm-hmm. So like certain um, subdivisions. So we'll have like one model, and then we'll be building other ones. So, and sometimes if we don't have one that's already built, then they may can go to another subdivision to see that particular house. Or we may have a video of them, of that particular home plan. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Ah, so, I suggest getting a house. Yeah. All these for right. That you will never own. Exactly. Then you, you figure out a way to get a house. You got neighbors that you might not know or care for. They making noise and stuff. But to add to one thing, um, Donna, one one time I was in this particular subdivision doing some work, and I saw where the homeowners association actually came in handy because you might have somebody trying to do construction or renovate their house, and they'll try to be out there at 10 at night with all them damn power tools and things like that. Right. Wherein, if you have a homeowners association, they're going to shut that down and probably say by 6 or 7 o'clock or whatever, you got to wrap it up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The city, the city pushes those ordinances, too. But, yeah. but, but the, the homeowners association is more 
restrictive of that. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. it's in the bylaws. So mm-hmm. if things that happen and you catch somebody doing it when they building it, you can kind of you can stop them from doing it. So mm-hmm. what happens when you don't do what the homeowners association tells you they to do? Fine. You can be fined. <laughs> okay, and, 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 and that's what I'm and saying. And they can put a lien on your home. Okay. Yeah. And you can't sell it until you pay it. Yeah, so just say if you had violation after violation after violation, you never paid it. When you get ready to sell the house, you will pay it because it's going to be attached to that home. Mm -hmm. It's going to be attached. So it's like a bill collector. So if you owe them $5,000 and you didn't pay them, and you thinking you (laughs) just say if you're going to get $25,000 at closing, you're going to get $20,000. They getting their money. Uh-huh. Volunteer or involuntary, they getting their money. That's if you a, sell the house, yeah. I need to become one of them. These so, right. We well, I'm just saying that's just the way it works. Well, all of well, why is you all ba- banished up? I see. Oh, oh no, this this was just uh, I'm just hiding something, but it 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 it's, 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 it's good. <laughs> I'm just hiding a lot of, you know, cause you know, I've hiding a little, you know, little shit, cause oh. you know stuff, you know, you might, you know, you might break something, and, you know, you have to patch you up a little bit. You know how we do, you know, cause yeah. I'm gonna be honest with people ask myself, I would never tell my age, but I'm old as hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. As long as we don't look our age, that's right. how I be saying. The other saying. day, I bumped into something. I heard some glass shattering. They said, "What was that?" I said, "That was my ass." Right, <laughs> right, right. But so shit, I'm just gonna be real. I, 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 I have, I have a little accident, but it, it, it ain't major. Oh, okay. I just, you know, I just seen you like, patched no, up, and I'm just like, "What happened?" Come up here looking all bandaged up and shit. What happened? Right. Yeah, you like know, anything we gotta worry about? You got some ops out there waiting on us now. Right. You know how you know how we are because we ain't gonna we ain't gonna say nothing. Tell you we gonna wait to leave. Did y'all see his badges? Right, you know I ain't like that shit. I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, but see, that's, that's why I like that. Why I like you? But that stuff, they be like this motherfucker coming here, all bandaged up with my ass. Right. You know how we talk? Y'all know the everybody listening in, in radio now. Y'all know that's how we talk. Right. Yep. We gonna talk about you when you leave. You saw his ass ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You don't win. I'm serious. Accident to his out. Right. Okay, ass on. I kept looking. I said, "There ain't no ashy heels I see on Facebook Live." I didn't have a nerve to tell somebody to myself. And men told me, "Girl, all day yesterday I look like Angela Bassett. Mm. I got a good look at them crusty knees and elbows. I you look more like an ashy hatchet." I said, "You can show, sit there and put on some lotion. Like That's what you do." Black and mild. I did. Ankles. I told her, "You like I, you look like a sausage biscuit." I said, "Get on." Uh, yeah. I'm serious. Oh yeah. You know how you y'all know we gonna. And I'm her real friend because I told her on Facebook. Like, right. So I'm not on live. I told yeah. her I didn't want to, I don't want you to hear about the shit in the street. I'm gonna tell you on Facebook live. <laughs> right. You can told everybody ashy else ass. with it. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah. Oh I love you, but you're ashy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at your heels. Yeah. Baby. Well, well, see, I pay attention. Now, I be look. I look. I be look like a hawk. I be looking. Let me see what. Oh yeah. Oh no. A lot of times they need to clean up. I, they, I think they paid attention, but it's just who they are. Because I'm big on background. Like, baby, yeah. I'm going to need yeah. you to yeah. get yeah. that. Yeah, that's your toilet walking. Uh-uh. No. See, me and my roaches, we got an understanding. You need, y'all don't you don't bring your ass out when we have company. Right. That's, that's number one. That's number one. You pay your rent, you can stay, but if you don't, your ass got to go. 
That's me. And my roaches, we have an understanding. Y'all laughing, but I'm serious. I have an understanding with my roaches. You don't come out when we have company. Exactly. I'm just going to be real. Yeah, she's laughing, I'm serious. They don't bring, and they don't bring their ass out because they know you're going to get evicted. So you you pay your rent, you can stay if you don't, you got to go. Mr. Miss Roach, your ass got to go. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. I love it, but if I'm going to coexist. If we're going to coexist, you got to pay your rent. One thing, one thing mm-hmm. about it, man. I remember when my children were little, they had never seen a work phone. I told them to get their hair braided. Back <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were running around right that killing them. Work. I was so embarrassed, like, Lord have mercy, go and sit down. <laughs> I thought you supposed to hit it, kick it up, stop it, mom. Because you know we know this. I was. Was, I mean, said, uh-huh. children, listen, don't, don't, don't do that. And oh, I would, I ain't gonna lie, I never forget. I called my mom. I was crying. Mom, leave the children and step down every roach and they go out. Mom said, what? <laughs> she said, you just got to talk to them, though. I was saying, when you be like that, like, what'd you say? I don't even take my purse in. First of all, I got to re- yeah. I got to trust you to take my purse in your damn house. Okay. Let's, let's start there. Okay. I'm not li- taking nothing back up out of there they hey. that I ain't broke. They will. I, they will. I, I, just yes. like, I know you see that. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I had I had one I had one that come come out on the coffee table and like he was on the runway and I said wait till I you, I said wait till they leave your ass is grass. You had a name I for it. I said your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. You just wait till they leave. <laughs> the Jerry. Yeah, I'm serious. Look. And speaking of their runways, your ass up in all kind of patches and yes, everything. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, it's funny you say that. It's, it's funny you, you say that. Please tell Well, that's how I built my, you know, that's how I built my confidence up. It, it, it started when I was at Brown. I was uh, first runner up for Mr. Esquire. And, you know, Mr. Esquire is an award for the best dressed student. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I never forget, and I have to throw that name out there. I, it was in 1986. It was, I was the first runner up to, to, to that. Just, this was at my high school. And I said, you know. Out of career, I could probably make some money doing this. Mm-hmm. And then somebody told me about this Mr. Georgia pageant, and and they kept telling me, you, I think you'd be perfect. You you should do it. This blah blah. I said okay. I got tired of them. I just got tired of them. I said I'm just gonna do it to shut them up. Mm. 115 contestants. I ended up winning. Oh, Went all the way to Phoenix, Arizona to compete for Mr. United States first runner up. Oh wow! What outfit did you wear? Outfit. That's a good question because you know what I did? You know what? Because I was smart. You know what I did? I said, because you know, I was, because you know, I, I'm already, I'm already, you know, dark skinned, nice looking young man. I said, I'm on, I, somebody said, you got to do something to stand out. I, I found a canary yellow swimsuit. Oh, God. And I put on a, a, a canary yellow. I never forget it was a can- it was a canary yellow. <laughs> it was a canary yellow bikini swimsuit. Oh. And it ended up catching catching the attention of several of the judges, and I ended up getting for all the way to the very top five. I I knew that I said because my personality. I, I, I was Mr. I won the Mr. Congeniality Award at Mr. Georgia. Then I won Mr. Congeniality at the Nationals. And, norm, and usually Mr. Congeniality don't get nothing. They probably get that award, but they don't get anything. So mm. I was like, I had got a, I got a thousand dollars cash for that oh. for that award, right? Oh really? Oh, shit, now this is in 1987. Now I had no oh, idea. So you, I said, if I'm rich, trying, I'm so if I'm trying, I said, if I'm trying to stand out, I gotta do something to make the judges remember me. Mm. And some said, uh, my chaperone said. 
wear a yellow swimsuit. And she said, against your dark skin, it, it will make you pop. a standout. And it no. did. It popped. And so That's what did it. I can't the, even spell congeniality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's, considered, what's considered a swimsuit for a man? Like... Uh, it, I, well, you could wear, you know, back, I think back then you could get away with wearing Speedos, Speedo. swimming trunks, but Trunk. I, 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 I was daring. I, I said the bikini. Oh. And it worked. The, it really? Worked, it worked. It worked. The one of the judges said, the only thing I remember about the whole competition was the yellow. He, that's the only thing I saw was yellow. Oh, wow. Yellow. So sometimes, you know, it's you certain things that you, you got to step outside yep. the box. And I did it, and I, and that's what did it. Now the congeniality part came in. That's where the that's where the uh, delegates they vote for the person they think would best represent the crown. That's your 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 like your colleague. That's just like the contestants saying, okay, you the coolest. We liked you. Everybody liked you. We we think you would be perfect. But they don't normally win. So for oh, that to happen, right. it was kind of unusual. And then for for me to be the first black winner from the state of Georgia, Ooh. that kind of helped too. You know, mm -hmm. I think I just it was just I was at the right place at the right time. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's what it was. I with mean, the right ain't formula. that wrong with mm -hmm. that? Right. Mm -hmm. If it worked, it worked. Yeah, it worked. So what are some of the things that you have coming up now? Like, what, like, so we're in our second quarter, of course, and. I mean, it's it's time we. Time well, hopefully, is going. Well, hopefully, I, well, I hope Anne um, Jacquardia Tip. I hope I'm saying her name correct. She's the president of the Miss Universe organization. Um, Crystal Stewart is the president of the Miss USA. Um, she's the president of the um, Miss USA and Miss Teen USA organization. I'm hoping they see this, and I'm look. I'm hoping to be a host or a um, judge in the future. If they're okay. watching, so okay, to speak, okay, okay, I think okay. these two ladies have done a marvelous job with the Miss Universe organization. I think that you know they've done a fabulous job empowering women. Cool. Um, I, um, I'm looking to give back in the future because I'm trying to create a, a pageant system for men in the future, okay. and so hopefully, I, you know, I, hopefully I can, um, you know, you know, get that achieved and give back, you know, and that's what I would like to do. That's one of the major things I'd like to do more so than just television. It, it's, it's working with those contestants. Now, I've had many, I've worn many hats. Now, I've, I was also a um, interview coach. So I worked with a lot of contestants in the Miss America organization, Miss USA, Miss Universe, the whole gamut, Miss World. Uh, basically, when you see these ladies on stage and you see them doing the interview competition mm -hmm. and you see them in the top five and they give their final answers, mm -hmm. we're the, as an interview coach, I'm the person that has coached some of these contestants on what to say, okay, or help well, them develop well, their personality so they can at least enter a pageant because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a it's a lot of it takes a lot of mental stability to do this. People don't people think that it's it's really something easy. It's not easy at all. Okay, so well, it's kind of like artist yeah. development. That world peace answer is out now. Okay, it's oh, that's yeah, out. Okay, it's a little bit more than no world peace, peace around the world anyway. The way right. they got it going, right. And that was the number one. That was the number one answer. And it would all. And sometimes it would win the competition. But now it's a little bit. We're past world peace right now. We got a lot of stuff going on politically. Right. Um, socially, it's a lot of stuff going on. And these contestants are a lot smarter. And these contestants, they're brilliant. I think that this last Miss Universe class that just just went by this last pageant that they just had, where Miss USA won Miss Universe. Um, her name is Arbany um, Gabriel. Arbany. Um, Prove, you know, she's a fashion designer, okay, super intelligent, and she was able to showcase all her fashions, everything that she wore in all the pageants. She 
made herself. Oh, and they're okay. eco-friendly. That's good. That's, they're eco-friendly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. Right. right. She, eat, she is eco, you know, it's, it's eco, eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And these things are made from recyclable fabrics. Mm-hmm. So this class that just passed, with this past class, I think they're going to change the world. Okay. I really do. And I hope they're watching because I did invite them to watch. Okay. Oh, yeah. thank you. So um, I invited the Miss Universal Organization, Miss USA, to watch. Oh, man, okay. They looking at me yet? Yeah, they look. I can tell you, if you go back and look at some of the contestants on, um, online, some beautiful, some of the world's most beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I can, I definitely agree with that. I, I, I've always loved to watch the pageants mm-hmm. as far as um, getting them. I never thought that, of course, I would. I, because you had... But like when we were younger, it was always a type. It was always a body type. It was always mm-hmm. something that you know that you just kind of knew. Yeah, complexion type. Like you, mm-hmm. it it was always a lot. You know, for us being thick as we are, it was always an issue. Yeah. yeah. Of course, now they're trying to do stuff. To Be inclusive, right? right. But, but for a long time, it we were. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times people, you know, people that knew me, they thought it was, you know, they, you know. I have to let people know about pageantry. Pageantry is just like the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl of, of beauty pageants. It's just like you have your favorite team in the, in the NFL or the, your favorite basketball team. That same passion applies to pageantry. You have fans from, I let me tell you that. something, the Philippines, Ooh. let me tell you something. You can't say any. you better not say anything bad about those, those contestants from the Philippines. You will have a problem. They have a, a fan base that is so huge. Venezuela, mm-hmm. the Philippines, you don't mess with them. Colombia, you don't mess right. with them. These folks, they are serious about their passion. And they've probably been doing it their whole life. They have. Mm-hmm. Most of these you know girls, have, they started when they were babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so, looking at some pageants mm-hmm. on Telemundo, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. They're serious. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm trying and to do it. It's expensive to do It is expensive, but you know what? It doesn't have to be. I, I, and I'll tell you uh, from experience, it does not have to be. I was very fortunate that I didn't really have to spend a whole lot of money at all because... Um, for me in high school, I shopped at the Goodwill. So I bought a lot of my stuff from the Goodwill. People would never have known the wiser. Mm-hmm. But you know, you don't have, it, it only becomes expensive. It's, it's only becomes expensive if you make it, if, if you don't have the right mind. Once again, we're talking about mindset. Mm-hmm. You're trying to achieve a certain goal. If you're money conscious, you, don't, you, you won't worry about where you get the clothes. Yeah, see for you know? us, it was, real, it was really crazy how, how we grew up because my mom was a thrifter. She loved, my mama and my uncle Scotty, they love the thrift store. Mm-hmm. Like they always loved it. Like they don't look for nothing in particular. Mm-hmm. They just love the thrift store. So we grew up. That was kind of like therapy for them. That's like when they go in there. How we go in there and just be like, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> right, right. When they look at it, they look at it like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they go th- like they, we was. St- I remember when we were young, we would stay in the thrift store for like at least two hours. Yeah. We knew, yeah, like when we got older, of course we did. We we learned that we should go in just to see if we, they had anything that we liked. So that's why we never got in trouble for like tearing up our clothes or redesigning our clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like that because we, as we got older, we went in there and found stuff that we wanted to remake, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. So it worked out. But like as far as shopping for us, our mama didn't shop for us. Like, we had to get older and shop, like, for clothes and stuff like that for ourselves there. But she would be looking for, they would be looking for, like, trinkets, like the um, 
I don't know. If you go in my Uncle Scotty's house, you'll see. As a matter of fact, I think I put it on Facebook one time. He bought my children a real live bubblegum machine that stood wow. as tall as me. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, like he's, that's what they get, antique stuff like that. Yeah, like that's what mm-hmm. mom and them used to like. They used to like stuff like that. But when we got older, we started going because we were going there and find polo clothes, stuff like that for like two and three dollars. Right. So we like, mm. we wanted to go because we, so we went through a phase where we like the tie dye, the, the, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, uh, Clorox stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Mama went in Macy's and bought us this fifty dollar polo. We couldn't do that to that, right? Right. So we had to go and get some stuff that we could actually, yeah, and not feel not feel like we were being ungrateful. Cause you know how that is. You your mama go and buy you all this stuff, and she come in the house and you got bleach everywhere, and you. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's why we had to learn. We had to learn like. Mama be like, well, while I'm in there, y'all can go over there and see what they got. Because she didn't like, she didn't go through the clothes and stuff. She just liked the vintage stuff that was around. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you all remember Macy's back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bargain basement. Yeah. You know, Rich, they had these bargain basements mm-hmm. and things like that. Those are the places to shop. And I used to tell a lot of young people, you know, people in general, you know, it, you know, it, reaches, it comes a point where you become money conscious. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't like to waste money. I, when I spend money, it's an investment into me. Like, I spend more money on my food than I ever will on clothing. I'll be honest with you. You got to. I spend more money on my food because I value what I put in my body Versus better than what, what put I put on, on your body. body. So I, I, and I think that comes with age. Yeah. I think sometimes that comes with age. So with you being a vegan, do you look for clothes that are, like, non-animal, like... No, no, that no. Deep, not, not that deep. Okay. I'm not that deep. Now, okay. I won't. I just won't eat them, but I, it's not that deep for me. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, like now, I some, hate the fact that that, people, that the animal had to, uh, some poor animal had to die for me to wear the clothes. But I, I, I feel sorry for. Them. I didn't know him personally. But, but do we do? Do they really have I'm to sorry, die though? I'm sorry, like, sometimes watching, when they shave them personally. off and stuff, they don't be that. They don't die. They just right. go somewhere to the hair back. Right. Right. So, so you know, but you know, but what I, what I, what I, what I tell people, you know, you know, you become as you age, you should become more money conscious. I had a friend Absolutely. who bought a handbag that cost four thousand dollars. Yes, I'm talking about you if you're listening. Hmm. And I asked her, I said, "What you got in that bag?" And all she had was a tube of lipstick, ten dollars, and some cartridges. I'm hmm. like, you know, you could have waited and got that same bag at the thrift store if you had just waited a few months or to a year, you could have got that same bag. Some lady that only used it once or twice or donated it to charity, you could have got that same bag. You could have saved yourself about $4,000. I know some people that thrift, and they be having some good stuff. Like, I got I one one friend mm-hmm. where she thrift, and the stuff that she gets, she's turning around to sell it. Hmm. Like, she oh, got her right, own right. thrift store mm-hmm. type Smart. situation. Smart. Mm-hmm. She'll go to oh. thrift store, mm-hmm. yeah. and she has some good stuff. Like, she got a whole website. Wow. And it's gently used items. Mm-hmm. Gently. Mm-hmm. Gently. I like used. that word there. That I like word. That. Yeah. Gently used. Yeah. Gently. We gentle. And it's, right. it's super dope. Like, I, I love to see her little situation because she always, um and I and I don't mean little situation in, 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 in a derogatory yeah, way. Yeah. But I love to see her situation because I love, like, when you log on to her website and all mm-hmm. that stuff, I got to get the name of her website too. When you log on to it, it's bam. Mm-hmm. You be like, oh. I want that. I want that. But if you wait too long, it'll already be sold. Right. See, I shop out of season, 
So that's smart. Time, right. so, and that's know. very oh, smart. Of course. Always yeah. out of season. Yeah. Like, like right now, you're probably buying your winter. Mm -hmm. I guess Something that's like how that. you yeah. do it. That's mm -hmm. how you do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> but the way, but the way this weather set up, yes. it don't let us be great yeah. because right. we How thinking that it's gonna be cold. I mean, it's gonna be hot, and we definitely went back to fall. And it's like well, I put on my rain we have every season. I'll never get to wear my rain boots. Oop. And then somebody be like, it ain't even raining. But it folks <laughs> so See, that's how I was today. I had on rain boots earlier, and then the kids was like, so "You okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it ain't raining no more." They were like, "Nah, mom, that was earlier." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, that let me go." Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I thought it was. Yeah. That's why I thought I was doing the thing, <laughs> and the kids was like, mm -mm. "And I was like, okay." Look, y'all, Friday night, so we've had an eventful May array of events. Of course, May and June oh, are always, wow. July 2, are always yeah. full of, you know, whatever. So Friday night, I sent my youngest daughter off to the prom. Beautiful. And, and she did. She did an outstanding job. But let me just tell y'all about our experience. And I just want to tell y'all this. <laughs> Who drove the truck? Her boyfriend? Uh-uh, his, his aunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, they sat in the back. But um, the new school hairstylist and makeup artist, mm. yeah, so they can kiss what my happened? ass. Oh, like for real, for real, real bad, real bad. First of all, the hair hairstylist told us we said okay, we'll be there at ten. We made an appointment, paid the deposit, you know, whatever, whatever, and uh, ten o'clock our appointment, so we get there at ten. She don't come. We like, hell, we just text her. Children say texting, but they talking about on Instagram. Mm. So I'm like, a real text her and ask her if she's still coming. Because at this time, it's 1030, 1045. Y'all still wait? Check this out. Ooh. So finally, um, I was just like, you know what? We finna go. She'll call us back. I'm just going to find somebody to do your hair, whatever, whatever. We get out there because she needed another pair of shoes. We get out there to get another, get her another pair of shoes, and it was really weird. We get a phone call from the girl who's supposed to be doing her hair. Now, at this time, it's like 11, 11, 15. And she says, um, I'm still going to do your hair. We'll win. <laughs> yeah. Win, baby. Wow. So I text her as they call texting from my page. Ma'am, I I I know you don't know me. But what I don't I don't do my time is real valuable. So she texts me but I'll um I'll take some off her hell. If I find somebody to do it before you, you won't have to take a damn thing off. You can send me back my deposit. So finally yeah, you got a pair of deposit. I don't, yeah. I don't like nothing up? about these well, new hairstylists. I don't like when I say I don't like nothing about these new hairstylists because how come I get charged if I'm late? But what you, you what you gonna do when you late? So then we, so we get, get the mm. shoes or whatever, and we headed back on the other side of town. And she said, um, I need a ride. The hell Who lady? need a ride? Hmm? The hell Who lady? need a ride? The hell oh shit! Mm. She better get Uber with the so money. So check this out. So I said, okay, cool. I'm gonna pick up at this point. Oh, for real? At mm. this point, baby, 
it, it's time is over. free damn yes. near what you gonna do. So I go and mm. pick her up. She comes with a baby. Oh, I had to get one of the twins Who to keep, keep the, the baby while you doing the hair. One, one of the twins. I got Ayana to keep the baby yeah. while she do the hair. That's a baby So check this out. They sent out there that she getting her hair done. I, she get a text on her phone from the makeup artist. I'm going to have to push your time back to 4.30. God damn. So a real oh. prom at 7. Now right. we're going to be at the house at 5.30 to do pictures and this, da, 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 da. Right. So then she said the salon changed too because I'm down here on Hill Street. Mm-hmm. So yeah real crazy so um i text her and was like um you pushing the time back ain't it's a bit much you know what i'm saying so i said okay cool i know i didn't even let her use that particular artist i let her use another girl that was actually in the shop that she was getting her hair done in right that was baby but you move so slow baby Mm -mm. The, the one that's in the shop baby you move so slow baby i baby Baby, ain't no no I'm getting a shout out. You right. hear me? That's right. Mm. Baby, you moving so slow. And then when the little girl was in her mm. chair, the little girl that was in her chair before a real got in her chair, right. it took it took her almost an hour to do the little girl makeup. And when she got up, I was just like, "That's all. The, that's all you did for an hour." Mm. Tighten up, ma'am. Him. Right. So your stress level. Real high. Oh, so she went ahead and did a real makeup. I said, baby, do her a natural she don't even want this. Do her a natural look. She did an awesome job. Let me just say that she did do a good job. And I saw the picture. She looked very beautiful. Yeah, she did a good job, but baby, you move too slow, baby. Please get in a hurry. <laughs> Please get in a hurry. Make baby. It Make it urgent. Baby. <laughs> what the hell? I couldn't believe it. I would like it. A lawyer, it take a lawyer because by that time a lawyer with her. Okay. She oh, said so. Y'all done had the babysit, done had the down the tote the makeup lady took real. Then, hmm. a lawyer said this too much. Mm. Anybody want a shot? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it was just crazy because I'm just like, so you keep saying that that's us. That's not us. Who is it? That was my phone right there. Oh, okay. That we have been hearing. Okay. See, y'all, try, yeah, they were trying to put it on over here. So, um, however, oh, and then today, time. it's been uh, a oh, good. I'm not sorry, because it usually would be Miss Mix Live. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, did you see that bitch cook? Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Oh, that's what you're doing. I've been, I been had this for what? I asked her about that when I first weeks. saw it. That's what you're doing? That is really yeah. Lucy B, I, I manifest creations. Okay. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So are you going to sell those on, 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 on this site? Um, I, I no, I, I gave her an idea now. Right. Let me get one. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Lad, what's your cup? I don't have Y'all yeah, can order one? <laughs> I don't have a cup. Oh, wow. You want to order one? I guess when the manifestation was happening. Hey. I manifest creation? Hey. So no. So, so a, a, a Miss Miss 
Yes, so this is a this is a Miss Mix a Lot cup, and I actually and I actually and I actually put Misfits Radio on here because I want right. But you can order one though. The thing about it was what happened is she started um she did that and she did a mouse mouse pad. You missing the whole point. Let me say it again. We don't have a cup. You can order one. Is what I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yes. I want ours to come how yours came. I ordered it. Okay, there you go. Yes. So that's what. That's why that. I say I'm gonna send y'all her page and y'all no, can no, order it. No, no, that is no, really nice. Say, I prefer mine in like red. That. What you mean? No, no, these are the pictures that these are the pictures that she took off social media. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn. Oh wow. Yeah, I ain't doing that spectacular. I didn't, I didn't, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't have to, I didn't do nothing spectacular. Mm -hmm. She just. So I guess that's Miss Lott's way of saying she ain't buying us no damn. Get your own damn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Wait a minute. Hold the hell up. I did not say that. But no, I'm just saying. But no, I'm just saying you can if if you needed it to be faster than than what I could do, you would you would have to order it. But you would probably have to send her mm -hmm. the stuff that she needed. But just so happened, those were just some popular pictures on social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Huh? Mm -hmm. But you know we have been talking about it, and just so happened, um, she started doing them the tumblers and um mouse pads i was like oh and i shared so i shared her information on facebook because you know people appreciate you when you do stuff like that mm -hmm. i'm i'm one of them kind of people where if i see it i like it i'm just gonna share right, me too. Mm -hmm. it don't have to be nothing so associated with me if i like i'm gonna share it and that's what i did just pretty much was like oh look what's he doing now like that and mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's and wow. yeah, that's so that's how it actually came about. But yeah, but no, it wasn't nothing like that. She honestly was, was had to do a trial on mine. Oh, it, oh. You understand know what I'm saying? So she did like three. <laughs> I got three oh, clubs. Oh, oh, okay. Cause okay. she had she was she was trialing heroin. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind being the guinea pig. These arrows look pretty damn good. Oh, uh -huh, that's the same thing I said. I wasn't mad at all. I said, yeah, yeah, she was like, I, yeah, that's what I'm, that's why, that's what I'm saying. I didn't mind because I was like, oh, okay. She's like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna, yeah, she asked, she was the one. I put it up on social media too. The the um the design that she mm -hmm. did because I I said I could that could be a logo or something. Wow. I I don't think I don't think Slick Three Sixteen be paying attention. Mm. I know she don't because I sure posted it. But yeah, she um, I manifest creations, man. Y'all create creations spelled mm -hmm. with a K. Y'all going high her. She got a lot of different stuff too, man. I bought my baby, uh, um, uh, what is it called for her cap? The it's a, like a piece that go on the tassel. cap. Tassel. Not really a tassel, but I guess it is. A, it could be a part of the tassel. But it's um, one of them got my got my mama my mama picture on there. One of her favorite okay. pictures that my mama took, and one of the favorite pictures from my uncle Pete. So she'll be able to wear it. Hopefully, we'll be able to get her some pictures in it, and y'all be able to see it. Ain't that correct? Don't this don't even sound right, do it? I didn't think it sound right either. And she did her presentation yesterday. Her presentation was um, it's called a Warrior Blueprint, and it's basically where you um present your goals and aspirations, and 
they recorded and it's something for you to go back and look at like once you start college and you know and i have and it's how and, and they it's a requirement for them to graduate which i thought oh, was really okay. cool oh, every time i think about it i think about i i honestly see why i pick kill and mm. it, that's just what it is i don't know dj lab hasn't had time mm. I, I always say tuesdays or wednesday I it ain't on me. I told you a Tuesday or Wednesday because that's what they told me. Last time we talked, you said he had an emergency at school with some, some with the kid. The kid got shot and killed or something oh, like that. Oh, damn. So dealing with that, Nothing he'll let you know. No, that was after that that he told me a Tuesday or Wednesday. No, he told you Tuesday Wednesday way before that. But that time when I talked to you last year, I was like, so when we going to do the interview, he like, well, right now he... Yeah, that probably was that week. But yeah, yeah. no, they they've been well, they still be practicing every day. But yeah, they um. But yeah. But yeah, they usually practice to like six thirty. Yeah, they usually practice to like six thirty, and they practice every day because they still doing performances. Mm-hmm. That's how they they end. Cause see, like most people stop practicing band after the marching season. Right. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't stop. They they practice all year long like they still they doing their end of the year trip to florida i think or something like that it's it's in june yeah and and the, the seniors last day of school is actually may 8th so exactly so yeah yeah, we had to stay in school until June. And they, they well, now well, well, they already have all of their credits and stuff, and they already been oh. cleared for um graduation. So, wow, they don't have to come back until it's graduation day, and graduation day is is May twenty third. They're only giving them ten tickets. I was just been saying, wow. no yeah, they're only giving them ten tickets. So I, I'm gonna probably have her a graduation gathering. That would be, be nice. Yeah, I'm going to have a graduation gathering. We're trying to get that together excited. now. Because honey, Mule is my dog. And he is definitely working hard to finish everything off. So, yeah, he just came out. He, he was out the country. He just came back in yesterday, I think, this morning. He called me about 2, I think. Oh, I was just about to say, no, I, <laughs> no, ma'am. I usually learn about stuff on social media. So this upcoming Friday, we have um, Rich Hoodie coming in for um, for exclusive, exclusive interview. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I did. He was wonderful. Yeah, intimate portraits. He was. He did a good job. I enjoy him. Yep. He played the piano and sang some of his songs. Yeah, he was real good. It was a real dope experience. I I, I literally enjoyed him. I shared it on my page. I shared um I shared him on my um shared the video on my page, and he did good. I don't know when. So how do they sign up for intimate portraits? Do they have to just? Neither one of the last two went through me. No, that ain't what they do. The last two, I, the, the, the one, the yeah. one, well, now they do. The first one, I wanted to have the drama on. Chris James have been asking for the last it's couple of years about doing one when we used to do them prior. Like when Faith did hers. Like Faith did hers. Oh. Yeah, but, you know, we had the COVID and all that, so we never got done. So, from, 
this day forward, they just go through you. And like he said, he wants some people that do spoken word. Yeah, oh, that they just I go through you. But the reason why I say That's that awesome. because the first two was not really planned. They just, I just saw the drummer. I was like, oh, that'd be nice to have on to do a live performance. So he came and did it. And then I couldn't do him. And Chris James had been asking for but, years. Can you give me your money? No. And then not do him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're looking <laughs> for somebody who's doing spoken word to come on in and do the intimate portraits it gives you. Okay. I can speak some um, words. Yeah. So. I can speak some words, but then more to I can speak some words. Okay. Oh, I can speak for an hour. You got to speak for an hour. I mean, the poem doesn't have to be an hour, but you have to have an hour a material. A material. So, okay, cool. So we need at least four. We need four um spoken word mm. artists that would like to come in and do a um yeah and do an intimate portrait. Just yeah. basically um I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Unplugged. They they used to come on right. MTV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gives you that vibe because they're oh, over like there. Oh, they're in their own lane. They're doing. They're actually hosting the show themselves. Telling you where this this music was derived from, telling you how right. I got to this song, what inspired it, and how they felt writing it, and how to how it made them feel, and stuff like that. So, so it's, it's a, like a, that, but a, yes. So it's a super dope experience, and he did really good last night. Like, um, I actually watched him two ways. I watched him on Facebook for the longest, and then I switched over and came to um to Instagram and like. He did. He did an excellent job. I enjoyed him, and he's so mature now, and yeah. <laughs> it's so different because we interviewed him maybe what four years ago. It was wow. like four years ago, and to see him blossom, like it's, it was, it was a wonderful feeling. Like you could tell that he's, you know, he's becoming, he's evolving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And his music is coming from a place of love, and you know, a mm-hmm. place of experience. So I was intrigued. I, I enjoyed it. Um, did you want to tell us how we can actually contact you, Allah? Oh, sh- uh, sure. Allah. Yeah, you can. You can. Um, you can contact me. I'm on all social media outlets. Um, if you if you're looking to if you need me to you need a comedian to do a show or whatever, you just go to L. That's L's and Larry Cameron C A M E R O N nine twenty one at gmail dot com. Alright, yep. and then um, also Uganda. Yes, you can reach me at um, on Instagram at Uganda Sales. That's U-G-A-N-D-A S-E-L-L-S and I'm also on Facebook as Uganda Kendrick. My All telephone right. number mm-hmm. 770-630-6288 and um, you can get my email address and all of that from the platform. All right, Uganda. Hey, y'all know I miss her full name. Uh, That's I, good. I be, I be messing up. I, I be messing up. Players, look, players fuck up sometimes. But yeah, but I um I I love the um idea of the intimate portraits and and I'm sure we could, we will open open it up for comedians as well to come in and do their set. Of course, we would have to have a full set because. How what's the longest you've ever um was standing up there doing jokes and stuff? For two hours. Mm. I've done it for two hours. I have a uh, matter of fact I have uh, a show that's gonna be coming up in June. And this is uh the, the the third adaption that I'm doing and this one is called Bad Health is No Joke. So 
this is this you know this particular concert is an hour long concert. Um, the tickets will be uh, sold on Eventbrite um, coming up in June. And where is it? And and actually, this show is gonna actually it's gonna be it's gonna be a show that's gonna be done online. You'll be able to see really? the stage and everything. So what this what 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 I'm trying to do for my for my brothers is I'm trying to encourage them to um, take charge of their health. Cool. You know, and you know, and I'm serious. You know, you know. This during this whole journey, I've learned so much, and one of the things that I'm that I've learned is, if you don't make time for your health, it will make time for you. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. And and I know by now y'all should know, even when he gave out his um Instagram name. So this is my cousin, and we yes. are Camerons. But I wanted to know what made you change the the spelling of Cameron for you with the K. Well. I, it's some of this stuff I can reveal and some that I can't. But this this uh, spiritual person actually gave me that name. Oh, really? And said, this is your stage name going forward. I, I, I was just out some years ago. And this person just showed up in a red sports car. And I don't, I don't, and I was sitting outside. And I was at this restaurant called Tassili's Raw Reality Cafe in the West End. Yeah. I was sitting outside eating my lunch. And he just, I saw this this fiery red sports car just pull in, and I can't I can't reveal this person's name, but they they pulled in, and he just walked up, up on the front porch because it looks like a house. The restaurant it's right. like it's a house turned into a restaurant. Correct. So I'm sitting there eating my lunch, and he starts to talk to me, and he starts telling me all this prophetic stuff. It was kind of creepy a little bit, mm-hmm. and he was like, he said, "Your name is Allah," and I said, "No, that's a lie. My name is <laughs> no, that's not my name. You know, I'm I'm because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm eating my chaos wrap. I'm like, and dude, you you interfering with my lunch." What you talking about? You know, I'm thinking, I'm like, this, I, I, and I said, this man crazy. You know, but then I some said, no, listen to him. And then he started talking, and he was saying this, and he started telling me all this stuff I can't, which I can't reveal. He just said, this is your name going forth, and this is the name that you that you will take. And uh, he said, you should use it for your stage name. And he just started telling me all this stuff, and I, I, I just thought it was really, really weird. But after a while, I felt comfortable talking to him. I have not seen him ever again. Mm. I never saw him again. I know it had to be something that made you, because you still pronounce it the same, but you, right. You but it's it's it. actually pronounced Comoran. Oh, really? That's, that's the correct pronunciation of the last name. And I so it's Allah Comoran. So a lot of people, they they just thought it was something really fancy, really weird. I had family members, you know, calling me saying, "Oh, so you're ashamed of us? You what? What's going on? You uh-huh. changed your name?" No, <laughs> it, 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 it was more of a spiritual thing than anything. But right. it was just really weird. I've not seen it again. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Some people were like, you know, do you know who you were talking to? I have no clue who he was. He just, mm. he, he just came and he went in the restaurant and came back out. He had a bag of popcorn. That's the only thing I remember. And he drove off in this red sports car. Anybody you want to give a shout out to before we close out? We're about to get oh. ready to close out. Oh, you know, I you just want to give, give a shout out to everybody on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you know, family and friends, you know, TikTok, you know. I have more. Of a, I have more of a strong, stronger fan base on um, TikTok, honestly. And also, the name of that comedy um, channel is called Sherzo, and okay. it's spelled S H A R E, and then Z O. Okay. Sherzo comedy. And if you go up there, you can purchase a lot of um, com- comedians, up and coming comedians, new comedians. You can you can purchase their work. And I think you know more people should. Support um, artists, do you, struggling do you, artists. Do you think um, that people 
like in the big league will start to purchase you guys stuff just to steal your content i you know what a lot of people have said that but you know what i feel like this uh copyright wise my stuff is original I'll be honest with you. They know in hell people want my comedy. They be like, this nigga crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga crazy. Y'all know you, he crazy. You just, but you know that's what sell. I'm saying. Crazy. 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 <laughs> he talking about fucking up Santa Claus and he and he ran away on a big wheel. This nigga crazy. Right. And they right. And I am. And then both of us. And I'm right. Just as crazy as it's hell. But, yeah. but, 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 but I'm harmless. You think about it. Most of the videos you see that go viral, it's some, some mess. <laughs> That's right. Well, one thing about it, you just never know what will. But we do appreciate you guys for coming in today. Happy Thank to be you. here. This is, this, is, this, is my, this is my place right here. Yes. I'm telling you. You know, you were the first one that I that ever brought insomnia cookies here and I had a chance to taste them. Insomnia I would have never, probably never tasted those cookies if Wait, you hadn't brought them. Honestly, you know how I found out about them? Uh, matter of fact, the young lady, uh, she was Miss USA 2019. She gave them a plug on the live telecast. I never even heard of them either. And she gave them a plug, and, uh, and she was uh, an amazing Miss USA. Unfortunately, she committed suicide. Oh, um, wow. Just last, I think it was last year. Uh-huh, I um, Ch- Chesley Christ, bless her heart. I speak your name today. She was a, uh, an attorney, and what she was doing, she did a phenomenal job. She represented a lot of um, prisoners that could not afford to have attorneys, so in her spare time, she was doing pro bono work for prisoners. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so she gave yeah. them a plug so and she just wanted to try them that, out. That made them famous. And I started, you know, and I started checking them out. They were real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had vegan you, different As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. you um, you tasted some. Insomnia cookies, Because yes. it, it was a lot of, um, mm-hmm. it was a lot of different mm-hmm. flavors. And they deliver until 3 a.m. So the, this, the, 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 um, the, the, the premise for those cookies, how it started, it was for college students who crammed for exams and they couldn't get out to buy snacks, so they could order the cookies and ship them to their dorms, and that's how it started. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. So that makes sense, Insomnia. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we greatly appreciate you guys. We will see you guys later. Um, you guys, stay tuned for You High Yet podcast. They'll be on in about, what? Maybe 30, 35 minutes. But, yeah, but um, I did want to tell you guys, like I said, on Friday we have the exclusive interview with Rich Hoodie. On Saturday, DJ Lab and I are booked for Power Podcasting. (laughs) Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then Sunday. Lab, DJ, and somewhere. Yeah, DJ Lab is... is, ATL. Create ATL, yeah. yeah, like, oh, and I had, and let me just say, I had to find that out on uh, well, social media. I, did, I didn't think I, I didn't, I told you he wasn't sure if he was gonna do it, so I didn't want to tell people and then he not do it. Right. He sent me the flyer the day I posted it, and you saw it. But what if we had an interview? I mean, they, that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't tell you because I was like, if I say this, she gonna cancel the interview. Then I'm not gonna, then we not gonna do it. So when he. I mean, you just so happened, as soon as I posted, you saw it. There was nothing I could do about that. <laughs> I didn't know. Besides right. saying, hey, you know, they went ahead and booked us. They went ahead and booked me for Sunday. Uh, you didn't give do me a chance a- to say that, though, because you didn't. he sent me a fight and said, you going to post it? I said, yeah, I'm going to post it now. In the midst of me doing my regular job, posting stuff on Miss Miss Radio, and him mm. sending me the stuff, I didn't have a second. <laughs> 
I was like, dang, she saw it. That's that quick, like literally. Right. But because you know, I'm gonna put y'all name in everything I post, so that's automatically gonna be a notification. We don't yeah. care about that no, part. Saying, We're trying to understand. So <laughs> it's the same premise as you not getting us no cup. <laughs> not at all. That is definitely not the, the same, same premise. Real. No. Tell us about you gonna get no, 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 no. That is a episode. total different yes, yes, premise, yes, baby. Yes, yes. You ain't say. I hear you say, "Lab, I'm getting these cups. You know, you might want to order some too." It's oh, too late. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Then they make the phone ring this time know, of day. That's what I'm saying they might want to cup. Watch. <laughs> but yeah, but however. Like I said, I had to find out about this event on Sunday. Okay, well, my bad. My bad to y'all. Let's see what they're talking about. Hit the, hit the orange button, yeah. Thank you for calling Misfits Radio and TV. You funny. Where last going to be at Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> and where you going to be at Sunday, Lab? It's going to be Creative Land, but it's... Uh, I, I have to look on my phone to tell y'all. Y'all look on my page. Okay. May seventh. Right. It's uh. It's house music. It's though. house music though. I love house music. It's house music though. I work out to house. Afro. Though. I'm no piano. House music oh. only. I don't think they're gonna do no R and B, no hip hop. Oh, I work out. All house, house music. So how does this yeah. even work? So we just show up and then we just go to doing. Boop. See, that's why y'all need to come. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's why he uninvited us. <laughs> he uninvited us. That's why I ain't tell y'all. I hear it in his voice. Y'all don't know nothing about the feeling. Y'all don't know nothing about the, the, the what what's house is about. Oh, we're so. not even invited. Right. right. He, he's uninviting us, KK. Oh, y'all. <laughs> all right. Well, it's all Only good. folks know. Only house folks welcome now. Just tell y'all come. Well, that's what we're doing Sunday. Well, well, goddamn. Yes, honey, yes. <laughs> now, what if I had, what, 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 what if I, I, I had booked or something? Then they, they, I wouldn't have went. Oh. I would have went to your stuff. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's, that's oh, absolutely not. Only not. Not even invited. Well, KK, go ahead, all right, because the show is over with and we're about to get out of here. We got to take pictures, okay? You wow. ditched us. You ditched us today. Have a good day, KK. <laughs> She's going to call me up when we get in the car. Right? When I get in the car, she's going to let me tell you something. Because you know she get real handy. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Have a good day. Miss Fit Radio, let's get it. Thank you. Let's get it. Don't tune in right now to Westside Miss Fit. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. 24 p.m. 365. DJ Loud, let's get it. Get in the mix. I'm in the mix. 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 Service hit them in a DM when I'm at the spot. Go and get the pot. Cooking work while I listen to me mix a lot. They don't tell lies, they just stay fast. Hurry up, go and follow his tape back. Slick 316 be wildin'. Shout out those not a 2000. Get in the mix, I'm in the mix. 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 
Misfits get in the mix. Uh. Westside Misfits get in the mix. Uh. Get in the mix. I'm in the mix. 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 Westside Misfits get in the mix. Uh. Westside Misfits get in the mix. Uh. Westside Misfits.